I see you have constructed a new lightsaber. Your skills are complete. Indeed, you are powerful as the Emperor has foreseen. Come with me. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. I will not turn, and you'll be forced to kill me. If that is your destiny... Suit your feelings, father. You can't do this. I feel the conflict within you. Let go of your hate. It is too late for me, son. The Emperor will show you the true nature of the Force. He is your master now. You guys have a favorite after school snack Ooh. i remember going to your house after school um but you're you're like your snacks were like good but also kind of weird because you weren't allowed to have <laughs> yeah good stuff. Pop tarts. oh man yeah. Yeah. Wait, we, we, pop, yeah, we had plain pop tarts the regular yeah we i don't think i've on. ever had that <laughs> i've heard they that. exist <laughs> yeah. they're not bad they're not great <laughs> but the, the, like the, we were never allowed to have like sugared cereal unless mm -hmm. my dad went That's shopping. Amanda. Yeah. Okay. Dad's the cool. Yeah. Getting the cool stuff. We would get Captain Crunch with my dad. Mm -hmm. Amanda was only allowed. Her her sugar cereal was Kix. Me too. <laughs> wow, you got Kix and Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, she loves those. That's probably but, see, we used to we would we would we would we would crack the code by by pouring a, a, a bowl of healthy cereal and then getting sugar and just pouring. <laughs> of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, I grew up with like, like Amanda and I started dating in high school and she came over and I was like, she was like one of the snack and I was like, we bought cereal and I showed her and it was just like Fruity Pebbles, Cookie Crisp. <laughs> she was like, you have cookies? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> <for that>. <laughs> <laughs> she was never allowed any of it. So she went crazy at my house because I was allowed everything apparently. Yeah bad so but what did you have after school i'm trying what to think you? i don't really remember um like an after school thing hmm. that i really attached to uh, when you said that my first thing that came to mind though of what i want right now is a star crunch so i'm gonna say that star crunch yeah you ever had a star crunch little little debbie snack oh yeah it's like caramel and like rice crispy and chocolate little debbie famous rapper little debbie <laughs> <laughs> And her hit song, Star Crunch. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, there actually okay. is a rapper named Old Debbie. Is it really? Yeah. Well, there no. you go. Is it a... She's from Crayshon. Oh. Is that okay. a person? Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Finny, Finny, Prada. Just so I don't even bother. I mean, I don't know what that song is. <laughs> I've only heard it once. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some good memory. We've all learned something. Lil Wayne did a great remix of it. Oh, yeah. Sweet. There you go. Uh, Hot Ooh, Pockets yeah. were my go-to. That's a good one. Fuck. <laughs> but it was back in the day to where... Because we'd get out of school, what, at like 2.33 or whatever? Yeah. 
get home, I would have two full Hot Pockets and then <laughs> eat dinner yeah. mere hours yeah. later. My thing was triple stack peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. I was going to say like yeah. a sandwich maybe, but like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, it didn't do much. Or ramen uh, noodles. That was pretty mm. much all I could yeah. fix. <laughs> <laughs> I still like ramen noodles. Oh, ramen noodles are Great. Yeah. And like, especially when you get older and you can like, you know, like add stuff to them yeah. and figure out what else is good with it. Mm. I'm trying to eat healthy, so I put like frozen veggies in with it. Like as you boil it, it's like super easy to make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, now I'm a real cook. Yeah. Not stacks <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever put syrup in it? You know? Ooh. Yeah. Real adulthood. Yeah. That's good. There you go. <laughs> Breakfast. Syrup. <laughs> I actually have been cooking a lot lately. Like yeah. legit. I made some really good portobello mushrooms, grilled portobello mushrooms last mm. night. Actually, I guess pan sauteed. Yeah, don't get it twisted. You're going to get doxxed. <laughs> By the mushroom crowd. That's they right. are very specific. If you cook mushrooms right, they taste just like beef. I've heard Which that. The end goal is yeah. to make things taste like <laughs> yeah, meat. Like meat. <laughs> I'm trying not to eat as much meat. I'm trying to reduce my meat consumption, so I just try to make everything taste as much like meat as possible. Have you had the Impossible Burger stuff? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I mean, I want to try them. Just yeah. trying to get more off meat. It's not, you know, it's not meat. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. But is it? Because it tastes so much like... <laughs> Like a burger patty that I'm just like, this is probably just a, yeah. a Whopper buying tactic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also they cook them on the same grill as the meat, so you still get some meat juices. So <laughs> That's really what's, yeah. Your conscience is just like barely dirty. Like. But it was going to be there anyway. It's, right. it's like, I didn't I didn't kill anything for it. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's no. fine. Fuck it. You know? Mine's more of a health thing than it is about, about the animals. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Amanda's only off pork right now. It's because she started, uh, she found this. Uh, pig called Hank on Instagram, oh. and he's really smart. He's like a dog, and she was she was done. That was it like, years yeah. ago. She was like, "They're too smart. I can't do it." But bacon, though, I mean, that's the thing. That's I know it's like one a meme, thing. and it's like a yeah. bacon. But, but bacon really is like bacon is so good. For 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 Thanksgiving this year, I made some candied bacon. Oh yeah, get that big thick slab cut. Uh-huh. Butcher's bacon. Mm-hmm. Put some. Uh, this is a cooking podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> it's more Whipster. Oh, God. There's brown sugar, honey, and maple syrup, yeah, yeah. and a little bit of cayenne, and just like put it in the microwave and get it like melted all together, and then just coat the bacon in it and put it in the, the, the oven for like 15 minutes, and it comes yeah. out just like nice and crispy and sweet. That's really interesting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hmm. Oh, we getting into it? <laughs> I start. I didn't mean to um, alarm you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Brent, as you know, um, I'm often uh, really bad at saying what I'm supposed to say, even though we say it every week, unless yep. I have it up. And here it is. So we are doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Ross. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. What are we discussing today? I don't know. <laughs> Brent updated it. It's good. We're yeah. discussing Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi from 1983. Hell, yes. The end of the original trilogy. Um, so we made it through mm-hmm. all of the original trilogy, two prequel episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Movies. I'm episodes. curious about Ross's uh, viewing so far leading up to the new movie. What have you seen? Well, I'm watching it with my, my fiance for the, her really first time watching. She's, she watched them when she was younger. She doesn't really remember them, but so this is basically her first time watching the Star Wars stuff and kind of got her into Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She loves Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so so we've been cute. going back and watching all the Star Wars. We got Disney Plus, so mm-hmm. you know they're all collected right there. I prefer the Harmy Despecialized Editions. Yeah, but that's what we've been watching, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I feel like you I gotta, pay for yeah. Disney Plus, so I got to yeah. use it. <laughs> you just love those special effects. Uh, <laughs> it just it there's they already look so dated. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I guess it's been it's been twenty while, years, right? yeah. but been a while there we go yeah <laughs> but it's weird yeah they're they're they do not hold up no a lot of them no. do not hold up yeah the cantina scene or the job is job is a palace scene mm-hmm. oh boy that same yeah. part <laughs> when they <laughs> oh there are two different parts where someone leans in with their lips and then like a mouth it's like what is up with this why was that the thing you needed to add in Drops of spittle. Yeah, like no, everywhere. Yeah. It's so weird. So, have you watched the prequels? But no. Of this. Okay. No. We're watching. We're. I'm, I. I want to take her through chronologically, mm-hmm. specifically because I feel like you lose something. I mean, she obviously knows that like Vader is Luke's father, but I feel like if you watch the first three and you know that he's Luke's dad, it mm-hmm. it it kind of. Uh, I think thematically makes more I think it would thematically make the most sense to watch episodes four or five and then once you find out at the end of five like if you've never seen Star Wars you introduce it to somebody for the first time I think four or five then go back watch one two three and then watch Return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. I think would make the most sense because you get that huge revelation that oh my god this is Luke's dad now you get to go back and see how it kind of like started and then you get to see the wrap up in Return of the Jedi even though the satisfaction of the conclusion of the story <laughs> is maybe not <laughs> it feels like it should be fucking epic and it's not quite epic <laughs> yeah it's missing something we've been doing the um the machete order have you heard of this the no mo- okay so it's similar yeah. so it's it's a uh it's, it's more or less what you were talking about um this guy who has a website mm-hmm he Machete. was able to get one. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Trejo. Yeah. But um, he he went back and he, he watched the movies and he kind of sussed out the best order to watch them in, which is uh, to do, um, like you said, four or five and then go back to the prequels, but only start with episode two, three, and then six. Um, skip one altogether. Yeah. His reasoning is like the story, nothing really changes anything yeah. in that because it's like a self-contained trade federation story. Right. And then you get to lop off kid Anakin, but uh, you do miss like uh, Darth Maul. You That's know, all the that stuff is best one. Duel of the Fates. Yeah, I mean, right. Come on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Brent and I just watched, they released a new TV spot for the Rise of the Skywalker with Duel of the Fates in it. Oh, nice. It's fucking epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. But, uh, but yeah, so it's cool because you go back uh, the only thing that was hard, and maybe we'll talk more about it later, was watching, uh, like watching that order four, five, two, three, six. I still like I know it as four, five, six. So like when I was watching six last night with Brent, I kept being like, "Well, what happened in Empire?" Because it was so long. We watched it weeks ago now, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "No, for, just forget that." Like what happened in Attack of the Clones, and then what happened in, in Revenge of the Sith that led to this? And it's cool though overall, but it's it's kind of hard for my brain to keep track of it because I'm so used to the real order, right? So I can't really jump back as much as I wanted to. But but we've uh, like we do with everything on the podcast, we've taken it and perverted it, and we now call it the L Task Nunchuck Order. <laughs> yeah, because we swing around and hit everything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So we'll eventually like swing back around and get uh, episode one. Yeah. But not. Not right now. The, it, yeah. Just just the general thought of watching episode one is just <laughs> that uh, traumatizing. Just me. watch the pod racing scene and then watch the 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 Qui Gon and, and Maul mm-hmm. fight. Exactly. And, and it's, you're, you're, Precisely the two scenes that I would watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, pod racing is still fun to me, mostly because I remember the pod racing video game oh, so well. N64 one. Yes. Right. 
and then Duel of the Fates mm-hmm. with with him at the end is. Did, did you best. know they made a full arcade version? No. Of, yeah, they're really Holy rare. But they made a full arcade version of the pod racing uh, uh, video game, but so it's yeah, like like the handles and stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck. That yeah, was I got sweet. to play it. I don't remember where I played it, but it was like one of the greatest moments. Yeah. We need to pull our money together. We need to pull this big LTAS money in. <laughs> Wait, speaking of episode one, mm-hmm. you'd mentioned previously when we talked about how you don't wear graphic tees, like yeah. you're not wearing right now. Yeah. Um, but you said that you did have an episode one t-shirt. Uh, yeah, I had this. Was, so I went to the prequel or like, so episode one, I was too young. My brother went and like, was like in the midnight showing type stuff. So he got me into that. So I had bought an episode one shirt. I loved it. Cause it was just black with the white title of that or whatever. It was in like times new Roman font or whatever. Yeah, it was like really simple, you know, comic sans. <laughs> um, but then each movie, I would just add a piece of tape and just put another line, <laughs> you know? So I got through, I wore it to all the premieres, That's whatever. Awesome. I had yeah. it for years. That was, I loved it cause it was so fucking and simple yeah but yeah i used to rock episode one everywhere i went well yeah, i used to wear that a lot yeah. <laughs> i remember seeing it for the first time and being like this is this is good they were good to i've waited first. a long time for this yeah uh, this is, this you is have good. to yeah right so right <laughs> so ross we saw episode one together we actually went with a group of our friends that's right we cut out of yeah. school oh, early yes. hey rebels yeah and that's actually rebels. yeah <laughs> i don't get it but we went to uh we went to uh the, the Promenade Mall here in Tulsa, and we saw it with a group of our friends, and that was the movie where everybody was having their tickets taken, and the ticket taker lady was like, Theater 6, Theater 6, Theater 6, got to me, she said, Theater Stace. Oh, you told us <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I was just like, I'm okay. I felt like yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, maybe because of you, maybe that's stuck in my head, but there's uh-huh. sometimes uh, I'll see people at work that I think are clearly Hispanic and I want to be like whatever I can, just be like, hello, how are you, or whatever. But I'm terrified of it now, probably because of that. I'm like, what if they're not? And I just say that and I just offend the fuck out of them. They're, they're actually Indian rents. <laughs> it's possible. You gotta watch out for when it. When I lived over on the east side, like during the summer, I'd get really tan. I'm 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 close enough to where I could almost be like South American. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so like I would like do that. I would like go up to like oh hold on. Oh somebody's in there. Whoa, 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 whoa. I had like two words, hold on. I could totally buy you. I have a friend from Brazil and he like doesn't he have like dark skin or whatever. I didn't even know it until he told me. Yeah. And then he was like went all about his culture and I was like, holy fuck. But yeah, you could totally pass for that. Interesting. My dad definitely looks like a Mexican. Yeah. I don't mean that it's like a slight. Like, <laughs> what would be, but it, he really does. So he's like like so dark skinned and mm-hmm. black hair. It's he, yeah, you're right because he looks like a Mexican Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> it does. Or like a Mexican Billy Joel, like Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah somewhere there. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm like form. I've never seen him. I'm forming a mental image. This, <laughs> oh, I don't exactly want to see right. him. Yeah, I wanna, this is great. I'll just hold that in my head from now on. <laughs> so. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I guess we should give a proper introduction. Uh, well, anyway. We've got uh, Ross Lichtai back with us, making your your third annual appearance. Didn't mean to wait this long to have you back on the show, but <laughs> here we are again in essentially a December episode talking yeah. about Star Wars. Previously, 
Feels we good. did the holiday special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this movie today is slightly better than that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, welcome back to the show. And um, yeah. Oh, Donata. Yeah. Is that a proper response? We. Oui. <laughs> La Biblioteca. Yes. <laughs> but. Um, so diverse. Right. <laughs> so, what. We wanted to get your thoughts on the Star Wars, like, trilogies. Um, leading up to episode nine. So what are your general thoughts about the original trilogy, the prequels, and then the two post-schools, right? Is that what yeah. we're going with? I think that's what we call so it. So we've workshopped. Yeah. I think we came up with that. We workshopped it and we said it once and we were like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call that. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. how we workshop things. Uh, well, I'd say obviously original trilogy is my favorite, just largely because it's nostalgic. I mean, I watched them, I had the VHSs when I was a kid and watched them 10,000 times in a row. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited for the for the, uh, for the the prequels. And then got less and less excited as the prequels <laughs> went on. Super pumped for episode one. Like, beyond, like, oh, like, I just I devoured every, you know, like, little thing that was coming out about episode one and just so pumped for it and saw it and, you know, I, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Then Attack of the Clones came out, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, well, this has got to be better than that one. Mm. I mean, it was, it was, I guess. <laughs> like, technically. Yeah. Technically better. <laughs> and, and then I actually didn't see episode three. I think I waited, like, a week, because I was kind of like, I don't even know if I want to watch it. And then people were saying, no, it's actually, like, the best of uh-huh. the prequels. And it was, I guess, technically. And, um... Uh, then that was that, and I've, I've watched them a few times since. But like, I'll, I'll always put on the original trilogy, just like any time of the day, mm-hmm. in, in, in any time. Usually, if I'm sick, home from like home from from school, <laughs> I uh, uh, always put on the trilogy, yeah. the original trilogy, because it's just like comfort food. It's yeah. the best. I get that. I get yeah. that. Do you have the Rotten Tomato scores for the prequels? Cool because Ross, this oh, will blow so your mind. Um, <laughs> we were discussing it on the podcast, and we were talking about the the original trilogy. Rotten Tomato scores and then how they compare to the prequels and uh, you know like yeah. you'll look up a Rotten Tomato score from time to time you're like oh this this seems right or maybe it's like in the in the ballpark yeah um, do you have those I got them up okay so you, you want me to go th- you want me to go through all of them yeah let's just, uh, uh, one two three okay yeah for those um, so the first one fifty three percent for episode one okay. episode right. one yeah uh, episode two sixty six. Order 66, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, episode 3, 80. Really? <laughs> episode 6, Return of the Jedi, 81. So they're right there together. <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense a little bit. They definitely get better, right? But Yeah, but they're both bad in different ways. <laughs> Do you have a... Uh, got the whole a new song. hope and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah it started off new hope was uh, 93 okay that makes that makes sense empire 95 that for sure makes sense and then it jumped down for uh, to 81 for Return of the Jedi I would say empire is almost a perfect movie it's really like, funny it yeah. is almost like front to back amazing acting mm-hmm. amazing special effects it's just Story. incredible yeah. yeah it all makes sense because episode one or I guess episode four makes sense a new hope makes sense but then as they build, they make a lot... By the time you get to Return of the Jedi, you're like, wait, there's some things here that aren't, like, matching with what we've seen yeah. in the past. And then the prequel is just like, none of it makes sense yeah. at that point. It's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Was anybody paying attention with, like, with the story? Like, 
hey, I, I got a lot of problems with that. But yeah. There's some really stilted acting in, in Return of the Jedi, but... Yeah, it's interesting how it had such a peak in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spell. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the Death Star thing, I think, was just a mistake. Why, why, why go back to the Death Star in Return of the Jedi? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it didn't work the first time, and you had it completed. So by the second time you see it, like... It's what you would think it'd be like. It would be escalating, so it'd be like a mm-hmm. bigger weapon. It'd be like something even more mind blowing than like a, a, a giant floating moon that can blow up planets. But like you don't even see it blow up a planet, and it's not even finished. Yeah. <laughs> like, so so as far as like you know thematics, you you would think it would just keep escalating into something bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, if anything, it kind of like goes down in a weird way. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a half completed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they're beat by a bunch of teddy bears, but that's yeah. <laughs> Well, it, well, definitely, it's up to yeah, a lot of the yeah. U.S. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time out there. And, you know, so the most frustrating thing about that, and I don't want to jump ahead, but the most yeah. frustrating thing about that is all of that could have been fixed. All of that could have been fixed. And I was telling this to, to my to my fiancé last night. If they had eyelids. If they had eyelids. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if they were Wookiees. Like, they had originally Yeah, I know, planned. right? They like, Wookiees so fucking cool. would have made total sense. Like, yeah. like, when the Empire gets surrounded and all the Ewoks pop out of the bush, you're like, who, who the fuck would be afraid of that? Yeah. Like, they're shooting, like, little toy bow and arrows. You just knock them out of the way. Like, you know, they're, like, hitting them with rocks. But, like, you think about, like, think about, like, an eight-year-old kid trying to hit you over the head with a rock. You'd kind of be like, okay, ow. Like, and you're wearing a helmet. Like, the stormtroopers are wearing helmets. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, it wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, a Wookiee, you know, like, had, like, a much more, oh, they had, yeah. like, much more advanced, like, civilizations. They had, like, top technology and everything. I mean, Chewbacca uses, like, a bowcaster. So, mm-hmm. imagine instead of a bunch of little Ewoks popping out, you had, like you know, like a hundred Wookiees like pop up out of the bush with like blasters. Like that would be like a legit. Yeah. Well, and you see like thing. when you go back to episode three, uh, you see them on Kashyyyk like fighting and stuff. And it's you like they, yeah. they lost, I imagine. So like that could be like a new rebellion on just for the Wookiees to be like, yeah, right. they used our planet to do this fucking thing, but we're going to fight back or whatever. Yeah. That could be really cool. But, sorry, that wasn't the question. Oh, I, I, I got, no, I no, no, no. But that was good. the new the new trilogy, I uh, uh-huh. I really liked the first one, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Really, I really liked it. Um, Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, Imp- uh, 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 Return of the Jedi. Like uh, there are parts of it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like it's mm. really well done. It's really interesting. And then there are other parts that just like fall apart. That you're like, no, this. What was happening here? Yeah, because <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm pumped for Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's good. Mandalorian is eclipsing everything else right now for me. So yeah, yeah. I think I'll probably be more excited about the new episode of Mandalorian than I. Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's coming. The Mandalorian is like coming out. The like the eighth episode will come out upon the release of. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Episode nine or whatever. And how many again? Eight. Oh, that would oh, be the final one. Yeah. Okay. And That's I've heard there's cool. some there's some like rumors that they're gonna be possibly linked somehow. No. I don't know how accurate that's gonna be, but that'd be interesting. Oh my god. Maybe Yoda shows up in episode nine. Holy shit. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of Mandalorian. In Mandalorian, the scientist that was wanting to work on Yoda is a Kamin. How would you say that? Kaminoian. Mm. Kaminoian. So during uh, in episode two, mm-hmm. uh, Clone Wars, if you notice, they're all wearing those little patches and they have those little symbols on them. Well, that guy has a symbol, same exact symbol. So probably has something to do with cloning. Yeah, interesting. 
Um, so they probably wanted his like DNA, I'm assuming, or mm-hmm. you know whatever to try to create because the Yoda race is like famously you know mysterious that was like the one thing lucas like mm-hmm. never wanted to like divulge or go into the background of or even like explain what the race was called or yeah, anything yeah. so they're like a big mystery you've only ever seen one other member of the yoda species which was yeah yes mm. <laughs> i found that out yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking sexy <laughs> that's another part of episode one we're missing out on is not being able to see oh yeah Yaddle. we talked about her but yeah yeah i'm actually gonna see her mm-hmm. well the i looked up also because i have the the rotten tomatoes for that so the force awakens has a 93 and the last jedi has a 91 Hmm. Wow. Because people, some people really like that. I'm on the fence on it. I, I didn't like it at first, but once I heard some explanations, I was on board. But I've told Brett, like, it all hinges on the final movie. And JJ has said that nothing Ryan Johnson did changed his story that he had thought that they might do uh, when they were writing The Force Awakens. So I'm like, if he can bring it all back and I can accept The Last Jedi, it'll fit. Mm -hmm. But as it is, I'm really just like, I don't watch it ever. Force Awakens is fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it it feels very Star Wars. And The Last Jedi did so many different things. It's tone. It's the tone is so different. Mm -hmm. That's, That's what bugs me about it is like more than the story points is the tone feels so much different than any of the other ones that come before even the prequels still kind of fit that operatic you know kind of almost over the top yeah um uh story but then last jedi is is so i mean marvelized for lack of a better term like Mm. you know it's got that a lot more like kind of jokey uh like the beginning we need dialogue Yeah. yeah like and you're like wow this is kind of i like the marvel movies for what they do but yeah Tonally, it just doesn't. It feels different when you're in the Star Wars universe. Like it just doesn't. Especially in the middle of that of a trilogy, yeah, a new trilogy and the eighth part. If it was like a standalone story or something, yeah. like then I, I like yeah, go for it because you know like like uh, Rogue One is like tonally pretty pretty different. I guess sort of in a way. It's like a it's not a war. It's more movie. like serious mm-hmm. and, and gritty and everything. Yeah, and it worked. Mandalorian's a lot more mm-hmm. you know it's a lot more serious than the original ones too. But yeah, what do you think about Rogue One and Solo? Mm-hmm. Solo, I liked better the second time I saw, which okay. I guess everybody says that, but it's true. Like, I, haven't, I haven't attempted it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't much care for it okay. the first time, yeah. and, then, and then my brother is a huge Star Wars fan, also, and he was like, we went and saw it together. Mm-hmm. We were what both kind of like, Oof, and he said he watched it again. He's like, dude, just just watch it, try it again. Yeah, I watched it again. I was like, okay, that was that was a lot more fun the second time because. In my in my mind, watching it, I'm like, why are they even making this movie? Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be made. It doesn't need to be. It's like Wolverine. You don't need to explain his backstory. Like, just it's cooler that Rich. he's just like rogue that comes <laughs> out of nowhere and it's yeah. like, you know, his his backgrounds. You can kind of like make up stories about what happened in his past, but once you kind of get over that and just go, okay, I'm just going to sit down and enjoy this as like a fun like heist movie. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. good. I mean, Donald Glover's great in it. He's yeah, by far the best part of it. Absolutely. But, um, and I, I like a skinny, lean, like, badass Chewbacca. That was really fun. My least favorite part was the guy who played Solo. Whatever his name is. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I so, can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was trying to think of the other day because I thought one of the rumors before they cast was Ansel Elgort was, was like, one of them. And oh, I yeah. thought he would have been better for me. I yeah. think he might might have looked more the part part of it. But, he had no um, charisma. Like, yeah, I just couldn't buy it that much. But Harrison yeah. Ford's, like, the most charismatic mm-hmm. actor, like, of the past, like, 50 years. Yeah. Ald- yeah, and then it's, like, another guy like that, Aldrin Ehrenreich. Okay. Yeah, that's why I had you say it. I have bike. You got so upset. Yeah. He's too white. 
But yeah, Donald Glover was amazing. Yeah, that's like the really the only part that I Amanda even last night because she was they were both the girls were sleeping during watching Return of the Jedi, but whenever uh, Lando came on, she was like, "Who's that?" And I was like, uh, "It's Lando," and she was like. <gasps> Uh, that other guy plays him and I was like yeah uh, Donald Glover and she's like yeah I just laid over yeah. <laughs> so she even liked his version of that Donald Glover's version but well, see they found somebody who could like match Billy D. Williams yeah. charisma Billy D. Williams like, one of the most charismatic people in, I mean he's he's freaking great yeah. he's you let him fuck so you cool. <laughs> I mean like Do you want to not even world? joking yes <laughs> <laughs> You can put it where How I you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> Colt 45. Like, I, I, watched a, uh, I watched a documentary this week over um, something like, it was like a real basic documentary, but it was made by probably right either before Return of the Jedi or right after. Um, but it was like Carrie Fisher and Billy Dee Williams were like the hosts of it. And they're, you know, go, talking about like the behind the scenes, some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And Billy Dee Williams' voice is just, you're just like, I... I'm a straight man, but <laughs> wet melt. <laughs> melt. So, yeah, he's just um, so cool. The, he's the, cool. The thing about Solo that stuck out to me was the um, the robot that Lando has that he fucks. Um, clearly, he fucks. Uh, that eventually he gets like her consciousness uploaded to the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon, and uh, it's never addressed again, which I thought yeah. was weird. Yeah. But also in the Star Wars prequels. R2-D2 has all kinds of fucking weird superpowers that he never uses <laughs> again. Uh, well, he does, like, like, shock some things, and he cuts the ropes. So that's about it. But, yeah, 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 in this one, he can, like, in the he prequels, flies. he, like, rock it. <laughs> There's a part, he, he like, uh, squirts out some oil, mm-hmm. flies, and lights it on fire with his jet. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe he just used it all up. He only had one. It was crazy, yeah. And that's why he never did it again. And then in The Last Jedi, episode 8, BB-8 is just like a full-on superhero in that movie. Just yeah. um, taking out motherfuckers. <laughs> which I'm fine with. I like BB-8, but it just is like, oh, okay, so th- he's, it can just do whatever it needs to. Just imagine BB-8 being a part of the Avengers, and they can just throw him into things. Oh, okay. And that he can just go... Wheel around and go fucking wild, you know? I'm down for that. I just want someone to carry him into battle like a football and like rugby. And yeah. they just pass him around and he's just like killing bitches and stuff left and right. I will say I do like the whole R2. Like the more I think about watching all of these movies again, like R2, if you think about it, has been the only consistent one who has been who has seen because I three PO was there, but three PO gets his mind mm-hmm. wiped at the end of Three. Three, yeah. Yeah. But R2 doesn't. So yeah. R2 remembers everything from like from Anakin up through, you know, Ben Kenobi or, you know, mm-hmm. however you whether Ray is gonna be a Skywalker, I don't know. Yeah. But like he's seen like the entire thing and he's the only person that like a person, the only being that remembers all of it. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Like I, I like how they did that. And I liked how in like Force Awakens he was like dormant and then like woke up and mm-hmm. looking for Skywalker because it mm-hmm. kinda seems like if anything, he's kind of the hero of the whole entire franchise. <laughs> kind of, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he makes he 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 progresses the story so much in almost every single. If you think about it, he's kind of the linchpin for almost everything yeah. that happens in the movies. Like, take him out, and everything just goes yeah, just falls really. apart. I mean, Leia would have never got the, yeah. the message to Kenobi, and you know, none of that would have happened. Luke, and so then, Luke wouldn't even have gotten off of Tatooine, yeah, probably. They never would have found Luke whenever he was hiding out on that other planet. Had you know, three PO not uploaded the missing piece of that star map or whatever it was yeah 
So yeah. Uh, so part of it is like uh, when we were rewatching the prequels. Um, have you ever seen the belated media on? It's that's his title on uh, YouTube, but he does like what if Episode One were good, and he does like a whole series of them. No. So he changes the whole story, and he's like, it shouldn't be Anakin's story; it should be Obi Wan's. And like following his journey leading up to Luke and stuff, and he has some really cool theories. And as it goes further and further, it gets more and more wildly different than what we got. Um, but they're pretty cool. But one of his things is he was like having like Anakin build C three PO is it's like it's fan service, but it's like too much. Like to me, yeah, it's like I didn't need R two D two and C three PO to show up there, but I do like. R2-D2 being the one that's, like, connected throughout the whole thing. Right. But I didn't... Maybe I just didn't need 3PO that whole time. Um, he could have been, been introduced in the third one or whatever. Or I liked how they kind of were just, like... They get they get pulled into the rebellion with the princess at that point in 4. Right. I was down with that and have something different, you know. Yeah. The other droids, like BB-8 is, like, he's familiar but new, you know. Or if you're going to have him build a droid, make it, like, some kind of special droid that isn't, like, just a a translating droid like if yeah. he was supposedly this like you know super gifted like pilot and mechanic and could you know build like a droid when he was six or whatever he was yeah. um, then it should be like this like super advanced you know like droid that you know I don't know yeah not not, not just some translating droid a neurotic translating droid <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> exactly what every kid wants to build <laughs> well in those belated media videos he also says that uh, Darth Maul should have been the reoccurring villain mm-hmm. oh, yeah. for sure which would have been fucking yeah. awesome especially the uh, prequels so cool. he should have yeah. been throughout all three prequels yeah and then Steven you had mentioned on the podcast before but it's uh, probably good to reiterate on, mm-hmm. on this episode that you used to have a Darth Maul poster in your room oh, man. when you were growing oh, up man. did you get it from a book fair or something like that I probably did get it from like the Scholastic book fair yeah almost positive but yeah, uh, yeah I, I had this like it was like um I, now I like more like there's so much art out there that's like cool posters that people put online you know so I, I like more like individual unique whatever things but at the time I was like I just fucking loved it all so it was like one of those it wasn't even like a real poster it was just Darth Maul's face like three times in different ways <laughs> like lightsabers <laughs> everywhere you know it's just like look how badass he is yeah. like those wolf uh, howling shirts you yes, get at Walmart yes <laughs> it's like a three three Darth Maul's howling you know <laughs> um, but yeah so my mom though was pretty religious and I had it up my room and oh. one day she came in there and she was like take it down take it down and I was like what it's Darth Maul she's like it looks like the devil take it down <laughs> she she had told me about it before too like I refused for a while and finally she was like it's my house my rules type of thing so we had a shop out back my dad had uh, so I just put it up out there because I was like she never comes in here and my dad doesn't care and I was like I'll put my poster back up damn it you know <laughs> I was so young I was just like really into it but my yeah. mom stole my corn CD when I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like 13 and she heard me listening to it and oh, like, why is that and she took it hidden in her room and I went and found it and just took it out of the case and just kept it separate hey, nice. and then like years later she's like did you ever take that corn CD I'm like yeah I did <laughs> I stole it back from you <laughs> that's awesome parents well um, since we're not directly on episode 6 talk yet do we want to mm. uh, talk about predictions for episode 9 yeah we can do that you want to do that okay um Ross, what's going to happen in episode nine? I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but I've caught a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the Emperor's coming back, mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting, I think, I hope. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to the... the I, I always get the... Because I read a bunch of the Extended Universe books mm-hmm. back in the day, 
And I feel like they've started like taking some things from the extended universe books. Yeah, it's like they excluded um, it all, but then when they want to bring stuff in, they yeah, go. Like, yeah, like, you know, Ben Kenobi, I mean, was like, um, or Ben Skywalker, um, you know, was like Luke and, uh, oh God, Leia and, and yeah. Han's son, mm-hmm. and he like turned evil and everything. But, so they, they've been taking things. So they cloned the Emperor in, I don't remember what book it was, it's been so long as I read them, but mm-hmm. I know they cloned the Emperor. So I'm assuming that, Cloning's going to come back somehow. Yeah. That's that's really about as much as I thought about it. I don't want to speculate, speculate too much because I really want to go in just like whatever it gives me, I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be the end of the Skywalker stuff. That should yeah, be yeah. the end of that. I want to see way more stories like Mandalorian that are set in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. but that don't directly tie back to like the Skywalker stuff. Yeah. Because I think honestly, the universe of Star Wars is almost more not not more interesting, but I think it's just as interesting as the Skywalker stuff. Like, yeah. um, exploring like the bounty hunters and, and yeah, this is whatever. Yeah. Or Knights of the Old Republic would be really cool. I wouldn't even yeah. mind some more Jedi stuff, but just don't, don't make it linked to the whole Skywalker yeah. thing. It just, we can be done with it. Is that like the game? Was it there like a game of Knights? Yeah. Whatever. Do you play that? Yeah. 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 I've heard it's awesome. Yeah. The second one wasn't as good. The first one was real. I liked the first one a lot yeah. more, but it was like an RPG. And it's set like, like a long Nazi. time ago. Yeah. It's set way yeah. back in the past. There's almost, nothing really that relates yeah. to, to the to the modern stuff at all that um, sounds like a great thing for them to adapt yeah I would love to see yeah. Knights of the Old Republic like Congrats. a Game of Thrones kind of yeah like, um, you know, we don't like we don't watch that but, <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds great but something like to, to that de- <laughs> level of like depth yeah. and like uh, uh, complexity I think would be really cool but yeah um, I, 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 I'm ready to be done with the Skywalker stuff. I mean, yeah, it's like I'm excited for this, but I really want it to be the end. And that yeah. seems like such a great thing. If he can pull it all together, which, God, what the fuck? How does that dude even live with the pressure of all the series that he has like, redone and like all the stuff? Yeah. But capping this off after all that has got to be just crazy. But I, I, I have faith in Nate and JJ that he'll be able to pull it all out. But I, bet, I bet after uh, The Last Jedi came out, and people were like yeah. super polarizing on it. He was just like, "All right, I'm pretty good now." Yeah. Right. People, people love my movie. <laughs> you know, I think Ryan Johnson is an amazing director. Mm-hmm. He is a phenomenal director. I just don't think that it meshed well with the yeah. rest of the. It wasn't a bad movie. Again, there was some scenes in it that I was like, "This is really, yeah. really interesting and really good." But it just doesn't mesh well with the rest of the story. I don't think it didn't seem like it had it like they had a plan. Like there's a like they do with the Marvel movies, right. you know. Yeah. There's like here's the timeline of where we're going. I understand like that can be restricting to some directors, writers, whatever. But also it's just like he's going through like blowing up all these train tracks. It's just like well, but there has to be some editorial oversight. Yeah. yeah. Some amount of it. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel like there was any. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it's like what I'd heard with this new one is J.J. had said like he and Larry Kasdan had sat down for The Force Awakens and they were like, this is where this story could go and we think the trilogy could end. But J.J. didn't even think he was going to be involved in it. He thought Colin Trevorrow was going to direct the last yeah. one. So he they, he watched what Ryan did. He liked what Ryan did. But he was like, when they brought him back, he was like, all right, well, everything I thought of, like we can do that. Yeah. So let's do it. So I'm like... He had a plan, so that's cool. I'm glad at least JJ had something in mind. Yeah, you know, and maybe he can pull it out. But uh, uh, more for the for the predictions, 
I'm less about the story. I've been thinking more about like what does the Rise of Skywalker title mean? What yeah. does the Jedi like? What happens to all that? I'm excited for that transition of Rey and stuff. Yeah. So that's really whenever I've been watching these and I've been listening to stuff, especially with the Emperor coming back. We know that like watching. Um, uh, episode three and then episode six and stuff he says stuff you know about like being able to come back to life and like he says like he, he sees the whole plan and all the stuff and I'm like this has been brewing for a long time and it's, right. it seems like they're pulling it all in and it's kind of cool and it's so. something dawned on me whenever I think it was I guess I guess it was Empire whenever Ben the, the force ghost Ben Kenobi is talking to, to Yoda he says he's not ready and Yoda says no there is another Mm-hmm. Obviously, we always thought, okay, well, that's Leia. Yes, totally. But this time watching it, I'm like, yep, <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Could he mean something else? Yeah. Like, could there be some other lineage that we don't know about, or mm-hmm. or something, or but they just foresaw something? Yeah, and it could even be like, because I don't know what they they just said like another, but it's like you you'd always think there's another. You could always think it's female. And it can always lead into Ray instead of Leia, right? So that's cool. Like you can it recontextualizes everything without making like inserting special effects in like young Anakin to be like, oh, everything's connected, right? You know, yeah. do it with story, and then it, mm. then it's like, oh, that's really badass. Better change yeah. it up, yeah. So I uh, I saw the new posters that were released mm-hmm. earlier this week. We were talking about it a little bit, yeah. Um, and uh, it surprised me that on one of them, Carrie Fisher's like or. Uh, General Organa? Mm-hmm. Leia Organa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she features, like, prominently, like, she's got one of the the bigger, like, head images on mm-hmm. the poster or whatever. So I thought maybe she'd have, like, a cameo, but I don't know. It seems kind of like maybe she's plays a bigger part. But Which yeah. I'm confused by because she died before the... Yeah. What? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What did you do? <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so obviously they're using some footage that they had shot for. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they reworked yeah. the. Uh, yeah. So when he's because it's uh, it's Ray and Leia and then uh, Venom. Um, <laughs> kind of ran up at the top. Yeah. Batman's in the corner. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. That one and then this this one I think is really rad though. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a throwback to... Yeah, uh, it looks like one of the originals, like with this yeah. white banner on the bottom yeah. and stuff. And the Bruce banner down there, too. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Kylo Ren a lot. I, I think he's definitely one of the, the high him, points yeah. of the... And I, I like that he isn't just some badass. I like that he's kind of like, you know, got a bad temper and mm-hmm. kind of crazy a little bit because it gives him like more than just like, oh, he's just badass. It's just like stomping through everything. He's got like, yeah. like kind of a weakness to him almost. Yeah, he's moody. Um, well, we talked about him versus like Hayden Christensen as Anakin, and I was like, he seems like a badass, moody little bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Anakin's just an annoying little bitch. Yeah, and it doesn't fair. come over. Yeah, it doesn't come over as like threatening. So whenever you see him, and he's so like whatever. We were talking about like he doesn't look like he's he would be as imposing as Darth Vader. Like he would even fit in the suit. Right. And then one of the things I had trivia for Episode Three is they were like they were going to get a stunt double for the suit or whatever, another actor. And he like lobbied them to like do it, but they morphed it to his body, but he get, he was only tall enough to see out of the mouthpiece. So like he literally doesn't fit the suit that they put him in. And, it, and he was on stilts or like little like platforms or whatever to do that even. Yeah. So Kylo feels like mm-hmm. a cool version of that. Like what they were always trying to do. I'm I mean, glad. I'm glad. the hell out of that. Like 
that like control panel yeah, or whatever. Like, I was like, okay, that's, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, you work in IT, so that's probably like <laughs> yeah. your dream, right? <laughs> I, felt, I felt this pain. Lightsaber through this. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad they're bringing his helmet back. It's got like the mm-hmm. red, like, yeah. scarring yeah. through it or whatever. I love But it's fucking cool. That's one thing I'm like, Ryan, like, they took that away and it was like crushed or whatever. He, I think he does that, right? He crushes his own helmet or something. I can't remember. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. But I like that JJ was like, no, 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 that helmet was amazing. We designed yeah. that really yeah. well. Like, we'll put red lines on it. Fuck it. He glued it all together with super yeah. glue, super Star Wars glue. I hope that scene is in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Painstakingly. He's got like a jeweler's loop in his eye. Just, <laughs> he's missing one piece. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I just need to put it all together. Where is my soldering tool? <laughs> um, Ross, how would you rank the Star Wars movies? The, uh, the live action Star Wars movies, or would you? Do you even want to go through this? We can edit it out. <laughs> no, I can, I can, I can, I can. Actually, it's forming quicker than I thought. Okay, <laughs> awesome, cool. And it, you, you I'd say I- Empire. That's starting at the top. Starting at the top. Okay. Yeah. Reverse Drake. Okay. Reverse Drake. Okay. okay. Then we're going just down, down, down. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Empire, New Hope, Jedi. Oh boy. I guess Force Awakens probably after that, okay. and then <laughs> three, two, one, <laughs> and then probably last or the 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 uh, uh, last Jedi. Last Jedi would be last. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's in a fitting spot. I I, <laughs> I I have like a weird nostalgia. Like I don't necessarily love the prequels, but there's like kind of a fun nostalgia to them. Whereas I don't think Episode Eight really has the nostalgia factor mm-hmm. in there yet. It just doesn't have enough time and yeah. hasn't solidified yet and there's just not enough stuff in there that I really love mm-hmm. but episode one still feels like Star Wars I was young enough during so, that that I have a nostalgia for it yeah even though like with the pot racing like we're talking about even though I don't yeah. love the movie right it's out of the trilogy the uh, prequel trilogy I'm like okay that yeah. one's is nostalgia too it. it looks like Star Wars whereas I think mm-hmm. episode 8 just doesn't look as much like Star yeah. Wars it looks for whatever reason looks different like the little glittery foxes and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. this doesn't doesn't look like anything we've seen before and not in a good way right not in a good way like again it needs to be like familiar right and new yeah like I loved all the alien you know species in episode 1 like Sebulba was really was a really cool character design um, and you know Mm-hmm. Darth Maul was great. Yeah. yeah. We talked about, too, like, episode three, I was surprised rewatching it after all these years. It it felt like Star Wars more than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, it had some actually, like, even though I didn't love it either, it was definitely the best of the prequel trilogy when we rewatched them. But it uh, it had some moments where I was like, man, this does actually feel good. It right. feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just some other parts that, mostly Hayden Christensen, uh, he just doesn't fit that role. No. I don't really mind him as an actor, but that role, I'm just like, you were was so miscast. <laughs> What's funny, though, is Ewan McGregor was perfectly cast. I know. Ewan McGregor yeah. is the, by far the best part of the original trilogy. Yeah. Or well, the, I the, mean, the, the prequel, prequel yeah. trilogy. That's what we were talking about last night is, um, was it Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. who directed episode three of The Mandalorian, which was great. She was like the first, we totally forgot to mention it, but she's like the first female director of a Star Wars hmm. Like live action Star Wars, something or other. I don't know if they've had female directors for the animated series, but but she did a great job. But um, she's going to be, I guess, show running and like spearheading the Obi Wan series. And if it keeps up that level of quality, yeah. whenever you see Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan in those movies, and then if you were to go back and watch the prequels, <laughs> you'd get fucking whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. With the absurd quality. 
But uh, yeah, he is like the highlight of the prequels, yeah, for sure. And I, everybody's been clamoring for him to come back in that role for he has for years. Yeah. Yeah. So to see it now, and they talked about it was gonna be a movie, and I think after. Rogue One and Solo like didn't light the world on fire. They kind of st- took a step back, and now it's a show, which I think it'll be better. Yeah, I just want to see his adventures. Well, so, speaking yeah, of which, on the run after I don't know if you guys do you play video games? Not a ton. There's yeah. a new game that came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, three, 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 four weeks ago now. I guess at this point, because it came out same week as the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. the first Mandalorian. But it's a uh, uh, Fallen Order. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've so you play as a, a guy, a, a young Jedi who was in training, and during when Order sixty six went out, and so mm-hmm. he has to like run off world, and he joins up with this. When um, you start out, you're like in this imperial like shipyard, basically. So you're like breaking down like you know old star destroyers and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and taking apart you know giants. It's then you go on it's like little like trips and you you know you get your saber back and you do blah 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 all this but um it feels like star wars it is it is a phenomenal yeah. game it's like you go to kashik you know you go to um i can't remember but darth maul's planet um mm-hmm. so you get to see some of like which interesting you learn a lot about like the darth maul's culture which is like mm. the, the women are like the rulers of the of the planet and like the men are like kind of like the subservient uh like war horses kind of like they're they're not even i mean they're it, it, it's really interesting yeah, it's cool. it's, uh, it's a lot of fun and they, they have those are they tattoos or are they part of their body do you know uh, i think they're, they're part of their body because they're they're on all the the guys that you fight i don't remember it specifically saying whether or not they're tattoos mm-hmm. but everybody looks like that that's on their dicks oh yeah oh yeah for sure you yeah, see a lot of dick in them yeah awesome, awesome. i'll play it, I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> no i've heard it's really good that game though uh There's spikes on too <laughs> Britt and i uh it's funny like i i like games sometimes and then like really it was like whenever uh, i was playing halo online like halo 2 and halo yeah. 3 and stuff and then it was just like became like it just was fucking awful like I, yeah. you know people shooting you all the time whatever in the back and stuff on your own team i'm crying about it i'm so upset right now guys uh, <laughs> but uh i i like those things i just don't have a system anymore uh to like play them anymore but like yeah. i would love we, whenever brent visited the last time i broke out our old wii because i have um a gamecube game of the second the rogue squadron 2 oh and i yes. love those games yes. right so we played that for a little bit and that was a blast yeah. But uh, I love Star Wars games. They're always so fun to be yeah. in that world or whatever. So, Well, speaking of... Uh, I guess not speaking of... Um, I was just lashed onto a thing I was going to say earlier. <laughs> but we drifted off. Speaking but, of what I spoke of earlier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, on your ranking of the Star Wars movies, where do Solo, Rogue One, and of course, Ooh. the Star Wars Holiday Special fit <laughs> in those categories? <laughs> Obviously, Holiday Special, number one, then Empire, etc. I think you'd be surprised at how high Holiday Special Oh, wow. <laughs> Just I because it. it's so ridiculous. Like, it, it, when things get bad, so bad that they become kind of like good, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd rather watch like a really, really bad movie than a mediocre movie. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, you know, like episode one and two are kind of like mediocre. Good like, and, and I'd rather watch the holiday special just because yeah. it's so over the top and ridiculous. <laughs> and just, but it does have that cool Boba Fett cartoon in it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rogue One, I would say, would be pretty high. I'd say Rogue One would probably be before all the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, probably right below Force Awakens. Because I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, Solo, I would probably put... Jeez, oh, I don't know. Somewhere in the middle of the prequels, probably. I liked it about as much. Yeah. As, like, as between... Those. Maybe, like, two and three or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then... 
holiday special again. Yeah, number, number two. Number one. two. <laughs> it's like <laughs> one and one empire. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, here we are about uh, 40-ish 48-ish minutes mm-hmm. in okay. um, with editing, maybe. Um, let's say 50. <laughs> maybe not put a time stamp on it at all, but uh, should we just talk about uh, Return of the Jedi? Yeah. We've all got notes, I believe. Yeah. Um, Some notes, at least. So, uh, Ross, you're the guest. We'll, we'll start with you. What did uh, What's your... What was your thought upon going into this rewatch? I know you've seen this a couple, a couple of times before. Yeah. Actually, I hadn't watched this one in a while, and... It's one of the, it's 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 a weird one because I I there's parts of it that I love and I think are some of the, like the best filmmaking I've seen in my life and then there are other parts that are some of the worst. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's a weird it's a weird movie. Like the first third ish of the movie with the whole Jabba's palace and breaking out Han Solo mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I I it's one of the most iconic Star Wars like moments for me. And then immediately after it it kind of starts to go downhill from there yeah um especially when they get to indoor um uh uh or wait uh yeah wait oh my god the ewok <laughs> planet indoor, yeah, indoor. Indoor, yeah. yeah i was i was thinking dagobah sorry you're like oh, that's is it yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's still early you got it <laughs> uh, but when they get to indoor um especially that there's that one scene where luke you know tells leia it's this you know you're my sister and mm. um uh, then they make Han out. gets all jealous and they it's like super over the top and like stilted yeah. and like uh, it's just rough and they then should they be pretty much that already yeah mm-hmm. everything with the Ewoks it. I'm just like I just don't have you never liked the Ewoks no when, when I was a kid, kid I it didn't as okay. a kid you just like okay this makes sense like yeah, this yeah. is what the story is giving me and like mm-hmm. I accept this but as an adult I'm like this just doesn't this is a galactic empire mm-hmm. <laughs> They weren't they should have more protection. They weren't brought yeah. to heal by you know a handful of rebels and then a bunch of like you know gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, so I guess it does. I guess it, it's kind of good in Force Awakens. Um, whenever you see that the Empire obviously didn't go away, like they mm-hmm. they they continued. So you're like, okay, well, but but at the time, you know, when you watch a movie, you're going into it thinking like, okay, well, this is the the culmination of the, yeah. the, these three movies, and this is the fall of the Empire. So it just doesn't doesn't really uh doesn't match up but but i love aspects of it i think the space battles are some of the best i don't want to jump around too much i don't yeah, just start kind no, of do whatever beginning, yeah. but i will say when i, I watch this on disney plus um they have a little uh warning at the very first of it that says mm-hmm. tobacco use <laughs> <laughs> they had that in, uh, uh was it episode two because the guy offers death sticks uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little on the nose yeah yeah, yeah. That was that was rough. I, w- I would say too, uh, just ch- kind of jumping off one thing you said with Return of the Jedi. Watching it last night, I was I was also we were both tired. Brent and I we were watching it like through like midnight sometime. I don't know when yeah. we finished. We started at ten. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while, but um, but going through it, it was like yeah, this re- this really isn't like that great. Like it's it's kind of hard to think of it as like a capping off of that trilogy yeah. and stuff. But now I was like again with, with seeing what happens with Rise of Skywalker and stuff. I was like. You know, with it being kind of in the middle of this huge story, though, it's not so bad. Right. But really, like, if you really think it would be in the end, yeah, I-, I wonder what fan backlash would have been like at the time with the internet. Right. Um, I don't know that, you know, we all grew up with it and it's fine, but, like, I don't know that it would have been as cool. Well, you see, like, the, the whole galaxy celebrating, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you're like, whoa. 
Well, like it's supposed to be the specialist. Uh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, but, but then you see that, and you know, like all these plants are celebrating. And you're like, well, so. So <laughs> that's just it. Like yeah. they're just done. Like well, yeah. hey, a lot of buildup. Yeah, a couple yeah. guys died. Like it would be like if like America fell because like the president died. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And everyone like, collapsed. <laughs> so, like they just wouldn't. There's contingent. I'm sure they someone had a contingency plan yeah. if something happened. And but, now we've we're kind of right. getting that a little bit. Yeah. So so that does make sense. But yeah, if if you take it as like this is the cap of, of these three movies, this is the fall of the empire. It, yeah. it does not make any sense. Well, Jar-Jar. there was probably like a uh, after the whole thing there's probably like a, a boardroom meeting with the uh the bad guys and they were mm-hmm. like well uh that's the second death star they've destroyed <laughs> so i'm out of ideas <laughs> i just give up we have like 100 planets that we have under our control and we have this huge uh, supply chain and um the whole you know uh, government built up but let's just guys let's just, i don't care let's just close it. we gotta get rid of it we're done we're done i don't i've gotta go on vacation but uh, yeah, what else? What else do you have there? I really love the 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 very very first scene where Vader shows up to the to the Death Star, um, uh, mm. where he's flying mm. in in the, the little Tiberian Y shaped ship, the mm. the transport ship, and like the docking scene where it's like the uh, it looks it still looks yeah I know absolutely incredible. I, I would still say that because that was all I don't know if you guys know like the special effects behind it, but. Most of that was matte painting, so it was like a painting that they would just move like a a, a small piece of you know uh, the overlaid footage on top of. Um, and they look good. It looks insanely yeah. good. Like I, I just and you know even when it lands in in the docking bay, a whole whole part of that is is a painting, mm-hmm. and they would just inter inter you know splice little little scenes where you see people walking around it would just be like a strip of film that they would just cut yeah. out and overlay on top of a painting mm-hmm. and if you see how they put it together it's just mind-blowing that they were and able how well to, it works to do it. yeah yeah especially whenever like you get to the prequels and he basically did the same thing digitally yeah and it looks so fucking fake it, yeah, like, they're all so pasted bad. on but yeah. like they did it back in the day just do it like you did man yeah <laughs> i mean surely you have better technology and you can make it look even better yeah why go just like full green screen yeah like it looks so much better when you when you mix the the the, the practical effects with mm-hmm. with some like you know digital effects or whatever. Enhance it, it. Looks so much better. There was one though, one that really was uh, like noticeable a map painting, and it's whenever Han Solo and uh, Lando are splitting up, and the money and yeah. Falcons in the background, and he like Lando kind of goes, and they've done like lights and shadows, but it's clearly he's just walking, yeah. like you know, <laughs> somewhere in the back. It definitely looks rough yeah. on that part. But the the big parts like that, like the big ships and stuff, yeah. Like, some of that, like you can't really tell. Right, looks really good. It looks amazing. Cool. Yeah. Stephen, what notes do you have? Um, well, I thought it was funny because you mentioned like bringing back the Death Star um, because a lot of people complained in the Force Awakens mm-hmm. when they brought back this. I don't know they call it, but you know the new planet version, Star Crusher or something. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. But um, and I didn't really mind it. I was like, that's fine. But watching them all and then and doing the the nunchuck order as we've been doing and watching it, how it all like played out that that was like such a big plan and then in the, four, in the fourth one they just the rebels just happened to find the plans or like we have to destroy this right away and then them redoing it and then like building a bigger one later like I'm kind of like it's uh, I put a note last night it's it was always central to the plan but like I don't know how it all play out I don't know if they're gonna bring anything back with that I'm kind of done with it I hope they're done with it but we'll right. see 
but it's like that was okay to me and the overarching thing now um, if they could link it back to somehow like the Sith like mm-hmm. there was a prophecy in the Sith where they had to build like a planet destroying planet or something like yeah. at least you could kind of go okay well that's why they kept trying it over and over yeah. again like they, there was some prophecy that they had to fulfill or something he foresaw something yeah. himself even the Emperor yeah, yeah. like I, then I could at least buy why but yeah otherwise like why why try the exact same thing again yeah it, yeah and it felt it felt like a little lazy to a lot of people for Force Awakens and stuff, um, but now I'm like, okay, well maybe there is like overarching story we just don't know yet, and it'd be kind of intriguing to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and my next note was the robot getting his feet stamped because there's a whole scene <laughs> of robot torture in this for some reason. Why would you program them with pain receptors? <laughs> yeah. He's like screaming the whole time, and there's another guy that's like being pulled apart in four yeah. days. <laughs> Man, it's just harsh. That's how you know they're the bad guys. Yeah, I guess yeah. they just really needed to yeah. cement that there. But uh, yeah, there were some interesting things, <laughs> interesting choices in this movie for sure. You think you would just like take out their batteries or like turn them off or whatever, but no. Yeah. They're just alive and screaming. I don't even know why they were stamping him. I don't know if it was just to, like, it just says Jabba. It, yeah. or it's just, this is Andy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was for, but uh, they did it a few times. Yeah, I think it was some type of branding opportunity, yeah. I believe. It said Jabba. Yeah. The hut. <laughs> so when he walks, uh-huh. like on sand. Yeah. His marketing department would be like, look, guys, we got to do something here. <laughs> oh, they walk on sand because they're in sand. There's yeah. sand everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mean for that. I was like, you know, if he's on the beach. I do like the droid that's like kind of like the quartermaster or whatever, the, the with the long head and like the mm. brain part in the back. That's like, take him to processing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a little flappy jaw. I like he's that. He's into guy. the torture. He's like, this yeah. is my job. Yeah. He was jacking off for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, in in that uh, that Jabba scene, that, like I asked Steven as we were watching it last night, I was like, oh, is this the first time we see Jabba the Hutt? And I guess like in the original trilogy, it would be, right? Except for the special edition. The special edition. The Han. Yeah. yeah. And they had to redo it because yeah. it was just like a, a, a dude. It, just, it yeah. was like a guy that looked like the Wizard of yeah, Oz yeah. originally or yeah. whatever. And then... It was like a fat coat. Sicilian man. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a little jaunty cap. <laughs> it's funny though. Hug my boogie. Going back and watching these like out of order like we're doing and then also having seen the originals, having seen the special editions, having gone back to watch those without it, like my brain is so jumbled that when you asked that last night I was like, I don't I don't know. This is the first time we've seen Java. I don't remember. I think you do see a hut in one of Maybe episode one. I think he's at. Oh, he's yeah. like he's like at officiating the pod, the pod racing, but yeah. he's not Jabba because he's like blue. I think, mm-hmm. which I think he's in the comics. I think maybe it might be the other guy we saw in the comics. Yeah, it was like Gracchus or whatever. Gracchus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, think that was I was gonna. It. That was my next note actually was how well the comics fit in with all of these, and I didn't know if he'd been reading the yeah. the new ones. I'm, I'm a little behind, but I, I read up like the first maybe 30, 40, whatever okay, issues. Cool. So I'm like halfway there. I'm like maybe yeah. a year behind. I'm yeah, kind of. But, but I've been liking them. They're really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're really, really good. Um, and I like seeing, like, what happened between, you know, a lot of the movies. So you get to, it mm-hmm. makes a little bit more sense that Luke would have been more trained up. Exactly. Because it kind of doesn't make sense when he just jumps forward and he's like, I'm a, I'm a Jedi Knight now. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> what did you do? Are you the... Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I, I thought it's been cool because rewatching them, like, one of the things I had mentioned about the prequels was I don't really like them as movies, but if you just take it as, like, some Jedi adventures between Anakin and, and Obi-Wan, like, and that's where it's, like, the new, the new uh, show they're new for Obi-Wan, I was like, if you could, like, splice them together, but I'm like, I think it'll look so off yeah. with the different special effects and stuff, but 
if you if you just cut it up and made like little stories, it's kind of cool without having the overarching thing of it. And, and then the comics, you kind of get it that it's like it was always supposed to be like these old like 30s and 40s serials. Yeah, you're just plucking out cool stories. And when we were watching Return of the Jedi last night, I was I loved that it's like. Uh, Chewie and and all all of them, you know, Chewie and Leia ha- is like the has the mask on, but she's like a bounty hunter. Ito, Lando's already Ito. there. Like you feel like this is like one of many adventures, right. and then the comics get to fill in the gaps, and yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it's cool. I really liked them. So yeah, they're uh, kind of brought together as a, a group. Yeah, um, and they have a, a good rapport with each yeah. other and whatnot. Um, brothers and sisters kissing it's fine it's fine it's all good um, not weird no not, not even a little bit um, but uh, for for Jabba um, he's got obviously we have like the slave Leia bikini but um, still works yeah it's good <laughs> she is banging yeah yeah I was reading about it last night how there's an entire Wikipedia entry just on her bikini <laughs> no joke because I was looking up stuff and there was a link and I was like there's a link to her bikini that's weird and it showed all these pictures of people like at cons and stuff you know it's like a big cosplay thing or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but god bless them yeah cause it's amazing. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Twilight dancer too the, uh, the one that gets killed. Yeah, she was just she super oh, cute with like the green skin or whatever. Yeah, or yellow skin. The one next to her, I pointed out though, I was like, Brent, is the implication that she has six breasts because yeah. it's like legs. strips? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I like six titties. That's fine. There's a female Greedo too. Oh yeah, Rodian. Yeah, that's the name. Is that the one that's singing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's because there's like an. She looks like she's maybe Asian Twilight, mm-hmm. and then there's like yeah, there's the six. Titty one and then yeah. <laughs> the other one that's the Rodian and it's like yeah. she got that skinny little thing right. on too yeah it's working but then you got uh, you got that that freaking hottie Bib Fortuna <laughs> man Wait, keep uh, it in your pants keep it in your pants oh I put uh, he looks like an alien Andy Dick <laughs> <laughs> is that the uh, wait what's he's that? like Jabba's like right hand yeah. man or whatever <laughs> Luke like with that weird tentacle thing yeah, 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 yeah. Weird around. tentacle scarf yeah uh, yeah it's holy sexy. shit boy you fucking nailed that yeah, yeah. <laughs> He just walks on the set of news radio like that. <laughs> Amazing. It's like they do all those cameos on new ones. Right. Maybe Andy Dick was always there, he's never new. Right. <laughs> Joe Rogan's just snorting steroids in the corner. Hanging out with Alex Jones. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Jabba's uh, little, like, pet or whatever, Salacious Crumb. Oh, yeah. Like, I've heard that name before, but I never linked it to nice. that little creature. But he has the, uh, the weirdest laugh. Like, <laughs> Yeah, wow. and, and I well. I made a note that it reminds me of the beginning of Wipeout. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> he uh, have you guys ever seen Labyrinth? The, oh yeah, right. Yeah. He reminds me of like I mean they, they're kind of like Muppets sort of in this anyway or like you yeah. Know, but he reminds me of something like straight out of Labyrinth, right? Uh, one of those cool creatures and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Like, I did, well, I, I did yeah. like in uh, the in uh, Mandalorian, they're roasting one of them. <laughs> there's like one in the cage. I watching. thought I saw one. Yeah, yeah it's sure the same species. There's like yeah. one in the cage watching another one like speak uh, slow uh, roast awesome. over a fire. That's I was funny. like, yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, was it Max Rebo and his uh, his band? Oh man, <laughs> playing some jizz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, I made a note that the the song reminds me of like a jazzier version of the Night Court theme. <laughs> I don't remember the night court thing, but I love the idea. Of this yeah, is what it is. 
Oh, that song. God, that song. <laughs> so you watch the special editions. We did yeah. not. So we only get the little bits of it. Right. The actual, like, puppets. Mm-hmm. But you get the full on. We did go back and watch it last night. Yeah. All of it. <sighs> It's true. All of it. We watched all of it, uh, the whole scene. Um, but yeah, like in the, the special editions, like the ones that most people will be watching, I'm sure, um, it has uh, two weird like CGI. Like there's a, a, yeah. a wolf that looks like a fucking nerd. And then... <laughs> Big nose. <laughs> and then... It looks like the honeycomb monster. Yes! That's what it was. Holy shit. Holy shit, that's you what got, it is. Oh, man. I, I think they, that was like a, a thing back in the day, right? Is that the honeycomb wolf shows up and in, in uh like people talked about it? Yeah, like yeah, they compared it or whatever. Like oh. as a joke or whatever. Uh, fuck it, we'll give you credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ross like Ty, twenty nineteen. <laughs> but um, and then the um, the like singer, like blowfish, uh, slug looking mm. uh, lady who sings yeah. the song in the original. She's like up and like dancing around and shit in the uh, special editions. It's that it was a choice that was made. Uh, I don't I don't know why it was made, but it's it looks it, it's just bad. It's like again, it's like his bridge to the prequels. It's like right. he, he sees these as kids movies, mm-hmm. uh, Lucas, and he's like, I don't know, like these things that don't make any sense that doesn't add anything to the story. It's just like, oh, what a funny character, and I get to see all his spit. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's weird though is is he's. He was kind of an an a tour like he was like a he was like a legit filmmaker. Yeah, I know. What and happened, then like right? what happened? Because you watch like American Graffiti or THX, it's like mm-hmm. he clearly has like chops and vision and understands like filmmaking and understands like you know he based a lot of stuff on like Rashomon and and you know the old yeah, like spaghetti right. western. So he's got like a film knowledge, but like you would expect that whole scene to come from someone who like only watch like Saturday morning cartoons or something not like watch like old like cool serialized (laughs) movies and like you know new like came from kind of that new Hollywood like cinema I mean he's friends with you know Spielberg like yeah what the hell? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, speaking of serialized, he does have serialized if he's putting the honeycomb monster. <laughs> I'm trying to find him. I can't find oh, yeah, that, one, but yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the one. <laughs> Maybe it was all a cross promotional thing. I saw a uh, box of cereal last night at um, Walmart that was a Boba Fett brand uh, cereal, which is, <laughs> which is the world we live in now, apparently. Yeah. But uh, it's got a cartoon Boba Fett on the front of it, and it says, "He's no good to me, soggy." <laughs> 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 I'm like I might buy it just I'm sure it's just terrible for that. you know what show title okay. <laughs> <laughs> well um, kind of going back to like Luke becoming a Jedi like you were talking about uh, this journey that we just see him we don't see he just is like whatever yeah. um, Han, I put a note that like Han is uh, it's interesting to see Luke's journey through the perspective of Han because he when he gets defrozen or whatever from the Carbonite um, and they talk about like Luke is Master Luke is here and he's a Jedi. He's like, what? No, no, he's not. Whatever. But I was like, it's kind of cool because he was just hired on that planet to take this little farm kid who's like annoying little farm kid, and he really gets to see the whole thing. Like when you flash forward to the new trilogy, um, and they're like, you know, he and Leia are together and stuff. Han and Leia are together, and they've um, like Luke has taken their son in to train him and all that stuff. Like, what a journey that oh yeah he's gotten to see. And then that line like you alluded to earlier, where he's like the Jedi, all of it, it's all true or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was a non-believer in the beginning. I thought that was a really cool journey. I hadn't pulled all together since I hadn't seen all of them in a long time. Yeah. In a row. That I was like, man, that's kind of cool that 
for being a smuggler and doesn't care about all that stuff, all the mystical stuff, whatever, he really got to see an entire person's arc go through that and become yeah. that. Yeah. Kind of neat. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, the uh, one thing before we move on from the Jabba's Palace, I want to say mm-hmm. the first time I've ever realized this watching it last night was why didn't Luke have his lightsaber on him when he first goes into Jabba's Palace? Why did he plant it? So he would have had to have planted yeah. that saber in R2-D2 when he first sent C-3PO in R2 to be like the liaisons or whatever to try to like, obviously he knew, surely he would have known that Jabba wasn't just going to go, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. free him. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, so, and then he goes down to the Rancor pit, I'm like, he walked in there basically on it, and like nobody like saw so he, you know, did the force thing with Bit Fortuna, Bit Fortuna like let him right to Jabba. It's like, why wouldn't he just have had his lightsaber on him yeah. then? Because that would have saved them the whole thing of going out to the Sarlacc pit and all this stuff. Like, because he could have just, you know, they could have all like sprung the trap at the same time yeah. and boom, been done with it. And I do, oh, I do like the part where um, um, Leia as like Bausch, which I guess is the, the name of the bounty hunter that she's like portraying. Okay. When she's sneaking in to uh, let uh, uh, Hana at the, at the, at the, you know, she's sneaking in, like, yeah, so yeah. everyone's, like, supposedly asleep in the palace. She sneaks in, and it's, like, this wide-open, like, um, doorway, and she hits her head on the <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome. Out of everything in the place, she hits her head on, like, the, the, the little, like, uh, what do you call them? The, the, the wind chimes or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that part cracked me up. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned the, the convoluted plot, basically, that Luke comes up with this, because the droids go down to where they're, all the other droids are being tortured, and that the guy who's leading it, uh, you were talking about the brain, whatever, tells R2, oh, we need you on his barge. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he's going to go there. So Luke would have to know that they needed a droid on the barge, that yeah. he would get on the barge, that they would be, he would beat the monster down there, but get caught again. Like, it's so convoluted. It makes no sense. Yeah. And even if, so even if Jabba had said, okay, we're going to let Han go, would he have then been like, oh, also those droids, I'm going to need those back <laughs> also, um, <laughs> like in this and this. They've and got like, something special. Oh, and your princess, <laughs> uh, your slave right there, I need her back too. So just like, like he put everyone in yeah. so much fucking danger. Like <laughs> The only thing I could think was if he, started to see through the force like foreseeing things but they don't allude to that right. any time that I remember with Luke yeah um, he kind of just uh, you know trust the force basically I guess but that's a really windy road man mm-hmm. he yeah. could have gone completely bad for them so yeah yeah interesting choices which I never understood as a kid but like as an adult watching you're like well this is a bad plan yeah <laughs> it's dumb I had never noticed it really until this last video yeah. I was like uh, this is pretty bad when we were watching the uh, what, what what's it called? Har- Harmony E Harmony. Yeah, we were dating. Harmony specialist. Yes. Yeah. So we were watching that, and there's a, a video on YouTube we watched previously, like um, weeks ago, where it has like the like all of the painstaking like process of putting those oh, original yeah. shots together and everything. I I didn't realize how complicated yeah, it actually was, but like they do a great job. But there's a scene that Steven pointed out last night about um, there's a weird like CGI frog scene. Like it's just like a like a quick cutaway. Yeah. Oh, where it's like and he yeah. eats it and burps. And, yeah. But yeah. we were watching the despecialized edition. And it was still there, and I was like, I don't remember if this was there, and it looked really bad. Yeah. Like CGI. Yeah. So yeah, did you figure out though if that was actually? I, I think it is in the original. I'm so it maybe almost yeah. positive is it in, in the original? I, that's where I was like, I don't know I get how lost they filmed it. it. Yeah, but it looked 
like bad CGI. It was really weird. It's like, well, yeah. how did they do this there? Technically, for yeah. 1983, it was like good CGI. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, um, yeah. And then um, it was off though. So let's talk about Luke real quick. He's um, he's got a green lightsaber now. And the previous two movies, he had I guess, I guess it was just blue, right? Yeah. Um, but it was old. Anakin's old. Okay. Before. So well. And speaking of Anakin, yeah, um, we've uh, been busting his nuts, uh, truck nuts and all, um, on the previous uh, prequels, episodes two and three, where he's just like immediately wearing like dark clothing and everything. Yes. But, but Luke is wearing like all black in this movie. Yeah. yeah. First of all, he's in the desert. It's fucking hot. That's yeah. true. Uh, secondly... That's where you want to wear black wool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and just like real, real tight, like sit, like every bit yeah. of it's black. All of it's he has spanked on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and especially after watching episodes two and three, mm-hmm. going into six, it really like stands out to me. Yeah. Like, oh, so maybe this viewing it makes it seem like the filmmakers were trying to make it look like. Luke was going to go to the dark side since uh, yeah. uh, what's his name uh, Palpatine was really like giving him the, the hard hard sell there kind of yeah he's mainly just sitting in a chair uh, <laughs> telling him to pick up a look at the sweet chair you can have it you can be part of this <laughs> I gotta say though I love Palpatine in this one like mm-hmm. he is so over the top but it works mm-hmm. so well I love the way he talks and like yeah all of his little like weird mannerisms and he's just he's so fucking great in this yeah that's kind of why I didn't like him in the prequels when we rewatched him because he's not as cool to me yeah. as he is in Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. it didn't fit as well but. is he is he in the originals like is he in 4 and 5 like, See, that's another just, one he's not seen at, or is it just like a hologram you do, you do see him in a hologram, hologram but it's actually yeah. I think it's a I think it's a different it's either a different actor or they have completely different makeup on oh. he has these weird like ape yes. eyes oh, yeah, that's right. we watched that because yeah. that's when they replace that's a, a good change probably right, right, so right. it's really fucked up yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really weird I'm glad you mentioned the, the black clothing that Luke wears though because I had forgotten about it and rewatching it in this weird order we did Britt and I really were like Everybody should have fucking known Anakin was turning. Like he's wearing all black. Yeah. None of the rest of them do. But yeah. it was cool to see that. And and my version of it, at least, uh, again going to the new trilogy and stuff, was I, we don't know what's happening to the Jedi and the Sith. And like I think a new thing is going to kind of morph, where it's like not so religiously good or whatever in the world. Like maybe you have to have both mm-hmm. to balance it out. But I was like, it felt like a good. I, I do think obviously Anakin turned bad. He was wearing black clothing. I, I buy into that or whatever. But Luke is like a whole new thing. He's like learning this all on his own or whatever. And so it doesn't feel like... I think that they were trying to show that he could turn bad. Mm-hmm. But I think since he didn't, that's supposed to be part of the trajectory of the whole thing. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, he's creating a new thing. He's going to try to train Jedi. It's not going to work. He's going to make... He's going to train Rey a little bit. She's going to be a new thing. Like, I think it's all morphing. We just don't really know the ending yet. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool in the journey. Yeah. So. Well, because wasn't that the prophecy that a Skywalker will bring balance to the Force? But yeah. it just doesn't... They don't know what the balance is. Yeah. Like... So I'm is wondering, it, like, training Ray might be the balance of it. Yeah. It's through the Skywalker. She might be part of the lineage. She might not, but... Because in the in the in the prequels, it makes it seem like well, there were too many Jedi and not enough like yeah. So he murders all the you know or well, not murders, but gets all the Jedi murdered essentially. Mm-hmm. And so then that was like well, was that balancing the Force? And yeah. then you see this one. Well, I was like, well, 
was taking down the dark side balancing the force because they were too high or is the whole thing just like kind of like a going back and forth and like yeah. skywalkers are just constantly an element in balancing out like okay the sith are too strong in the original trilogy so you know luke kills the emperor and and vader like well i guess he just dies kills vader yeah whatever. yeah yeah but yeah, I wonder like how that's all going to shape up. Yeah, because it's like it, it seemed clearly, and really, we didn't talk about this a lot. But uh, you're not really religious either, right? No. So, what rewatching the prequels, like the Jedi are like a fascistic, uh, <laughs> religious yeah doctrine thing. Like it's really kind of fucked up. They're basically like we we're peacekeepers, but nobody can tell us no. <laughs> yeah, right, and they are like very strict priests. Well, you know, if they do weird. tell us no, we will change their mind. For yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. And uh, I saw I didn't watch it, but some YouTube video was titled something like "The Jedi Are Bad, right. The Sith Were Right." Yeah. You know? And I'm like, and some parts I'm like, that might be true. Yeah, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all balances out yeah. towards the end and what this all is going to mean. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. I think it's going to be a gray. It's it's going to not be the yeah. Sith or the Jedi. It's going to be like a force user or whatever mm-hmm. which I did think was kind of strange that they make it sound like there's not many force sensitive people anymore in like Return of the Jedi they make it yeah. sound like you know, he's like I'm like Yoda tells him you're the last you're the last Jedi mm-hmm. like hey hey I just got, I just got it <laughs> episode no. 8 is just climbing up the hill <laughs> yeah. oh, it tells him you're the last, Jedi, the but, last Jedi but then at yeah. the end of 8 you see like the kid you know do a little force mm-hmm. thing with the broom and you're like yeah. well so are there just like a bunch of like force sensitive people? Like, are we going to see like a resurgence of the Jedi? Or are we going to see like a like a Jedi Sith meld kind of thing? Yeah. Or 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 what? I'm thinking, yeah, because uh, I haven't read a lot about this except for like just like the actual stories of it. So I don't know if, um, what you've done, but there's like talk of the the Wills, the W H I L L, and it's mm-hmm. something like the in the Last Jedi, Luke has some books and that tree or whatever yeah. that that Ray gets. We see him on the Millennium Falcon after that. Um, but it's like something about Luke was like kind of um, looking into it and part of the extended universe was the wills that were uh, more of a balance of the force now you say that that does sound familiar okay. right. I only know a little bit about them but, um, but I thought it was an interesting idea and it might be called the Skywalkers now is my idea is that they're, they'll take that name instead of the Jedi right. I guess but um, I, I'm intrigued by I think it's kind of like the the there were so many Jedi and then the Sith were there and it's like everybody chose one side or the other and I think there's gotta be the gray. Right. I think that's what the force wants is like you don't need to choose that would make a lot much. more sense yeah so I'm, I'm intrigued by that yeah and if they'll pull in some of the extended stuff with the wills or whatever I hope they do yeah because a lot of the extended universe stuff was really cool I'd like to see yeah. a whole Thrawn thing but so I mean, people you just talk can't about really that. do that have you read those yeah okay. yeah people love that guy Thrawn was so cool yeah. he was he made so much more sense because he was like a kind of an altruistic bad guy okay. almost in a way like yeah did what he had to do in order to to kind of like balance things out mm-hmm. um but yeah, he was he was really interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that Yoda was coming back in this movie. Um, Steven, I know you've mentioned before that Yoda dies when he's like nine hundred or so. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's some rounding in there, yeah. but I didn't know exactly how you knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just assumed that maybe it was like established after the fact, or there was like a throwaway piece of dialogue yeah. by Luke or whatever some trivia somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they full on show his death. Um, yeah, it's very very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like Luke came over for a visit, 
and uh, yeah, it's like pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, since you're here, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and die. <laughs> I think he was just holding on for Luke. He knew Luke yeah, was gonna come back, yeah. so he was just like, okay, you're here. Yeah, now I gotta tell you what I'm gonna tell you, which is not much, and then I'm gonna die. Yeah. Um, so that was surprising. I was, I was glad to see Yoda again, even though we yeah. see him die immediately. I did note, note a part of that, though, because he tells him, you're going to have to, like, you're not a Jedi. We were talking about this last night. You're not a Jedi until you beat Darth Vader. But then he's like, you're the last Jedi. Uh-huh. Uh, make up your mind. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but also, then Luke is like, I know the truth. Like, he told me. And, and it shows, like, Yoda kind of turned over. He's like, oh, you know he's your father. Well, sorry, kid. Um, I wasn't going to tell you that, but yes, you still have to kill your dad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's pretty much just like, fuck you. I'm dying. Good well, luck. Also, in episode five, doesn't he tell Luke, you're not ready to fight Vader yet? Your yeah. training's not yeah. finished? Mm-hmm. And then Luke, in this movie, is like, I need to finish my training. He's like, well, you got to kill Vader first. <laughs> it's like, they also don't talk about like what Luke did in the meantime, why he is... Trained or whatever, what he's done. Yeah, I wish too we would have been able to see something with him building the lightsaber. It's not that important, but I think it's a cool thing. They talk about like Vader when he sees his lightsaber, he's like, "Oh, you've completed your training." Like that's like the last step. That's a huge yeah thing for Jedi is to build their own lightsaber. Yeah, and it's like, but he just has it. I'm like, oh man, I really wish that would have been part of the story. Maybe the comic might touch into that. We were talking about, I guess, one of the new ones for the Star Wars new series they're doing is Luke um, and Leia going back for his old lightsaber at Coruscant and that shows up again in Force Awakens and stuff so they have like something there um, so it might be kind of cool but mm-hmm. maybe they'll dive into that I'd like to see yeah how he worked that out that would be cool <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool it's truth do you have more notes Ross? Um, I did want to make a note of how many Wilhelm screams there were I think it counted <laughs> yeah. three okay the first one makes a cameo with that Sarlacc yeah again. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a good. Yeah, good There's job. like so many. Like like I, okay, one a movie I can be like okay yeah okay yeah, yeah. you get it. it's tradition whatever. Mm-hmm. But like there were like three of them in this one. It was it was excessive. Yeah. Yes. There was like I remember the Starlight Pit and then I thought that was gonna be it and there's at least one more that I heard where someone yeah. was like kicked off a railing. Yeah. Like, and it was like a higher pitch. The Ewok. Yeah. Ewok village. Oh, yeah, was another okay. one. Or the Ewok fight yeah. or whatever. It's silly. I did like the, the Ewok village. I think it looks cool. Like I'd like to oh, live yeah. there. Um, Hell yeah. There was that one creepy looking Ewok um, that had like the teeth around his neck and he was like black and white mm-hmm. and he, he looked like creepy as hell. Yeah. He had a pencil thin mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just John Waters at the Ewok. Another cameo, right? That's <laughs> cool. How they made him that short, I don't know. Welcome to my chamber. <laughs> well, I guess that's more. Uh, the other creepy guy. Vincent Price. Yeah. Um, they sound very similar. Yeah, I bought it. It's just John Water. I was like, yeah, sure, John Water. Yeah. Creepy, okay. <laughs> the, um, Speaking of, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I want to interrupt. This is Star Wars adjacent. Star Wars adjacent. But I was watching an interview with um, uh, 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 Werner Herzog, who is in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I was watching an interview with him. He was giving a speech in front of like this, like it's like a like a film school, I think, or something. And he was saying, you know, trying to inspire people. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to talk people into suicide. (laughs) But he was talking about, he's like, I see everything as it is. A chair is just a chair. It means nothing to me. It is just a chair. And he's like, I see people as they are. I do not see gay straight. In fact, one of my oldest friends is John Walters. I've known him for 35 years. And last week I turned to my wife and I said, you know, I think this man is gay. (laughs) (laughs) 
are you friends with John Lennon for 35 years and you don't realize he's gay? I, it was like the funniest fucking Holy thing. Shit. I feel like if you've been friends with John Waters for 35 years, you've gone to a party with John Waters, yeah. you have walked in a bedroom with a dick in his mouth, you, you would know he is gay. But at the same time, if there's one person that I think didn't get it, I think yeah, it would have been that. him. <laughs> That's full unbelievable. Have you seen the interview where he's giving a, uh, uh, he's, he's with this guy interviewing, they're like at, on this like, uh, up in like the Hollywood Hills or something, they're standing like on next to like this road on a railing, and you hear this pop, and he's like, "Oh, oh I've been shot." And he looks down, <laughs> and it was it was a pellet gun, but it pierced his skin, what? and he's bleeding. He's like like bleeding out of his like abdomen. Crazy. And um, the interviewer's like, "Do we want to stop this?" The 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 thing. He's like, "Oh no, it's it is no big deal. It is fine. Like we can continue." Like he just got shot. He just That's kept crazy. talking. Like. It, it, I, I love Werner Herzog. The stories like I've heard about him. Like, you, you've heard the story about whenever uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like, crashed his car, um, like, up in the Hollywood Hills, like, at, like super late at night, crashes his car, like, flips over, is, like, pinned and trapped. All of a sudden, he sees this person walk out and pull him out, and it's <laughs> Werner Herzog. <laughs> Holy shit. Can you imagine being, like, I'm sure he's probably drunk or something, you know, yeah. getting pulled out of your car, and he's like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I've gone to hell. Yeah. It's yeah, the right. devil. And like <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, he yeah. shows up in the yeah. last season, right? Yeah. Right, uh, there's a part where like Andy and April are kind of into the macabre and stuff, whatever, and they find this old house for sale. It's the like witchy looking house, and they go in and he's selling it. Oh wow! And he's like, "Yes, there was a doll head factory," and they're like, "This was a doll head factory? Mm-hmm. No, this was an asylum for the people that went crazy at the doll head factory. <laughs> they would live here." And they're like, "What? This place is amazing." <laughs> He's one of the most fascinating human yeah, beings I've ever. He says he doesn't watch any. Um, he's like I've never seen a. He says I've never seen a Star Wars, <laughs> but I do love the Kardashians and WWE wrestling. <laughs> what an interesting fella. Yeah, he, he likes what he likes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More power to him. Um, I like the. Uh, what's the, the Ewok planet? Endor. Nub nub. That's Forest right. moon of Endor. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. So it's really. Yeah. It's not really. Oh, so it's a moon. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but I like the speeder chase on that planet. Oh, that's yeah. I that was pretty fucking yeah. cool. I put a note about that too. Yeah. Those bikes are just fucking rad. How do you think oh. they filmed that? Do you think they just like sped up footage of like yeah, you know, really like, I guess. It seemed like a probably like a cable. Yeah, that'd be cool. camera or something. Oh, from Deadpool two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Josh Groban time travels. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Body slide by one. Josh Groban, um, played Thanos. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> I so I've been a I love like the 90s because I miss like Armageddon and it had like the theme song with it like I really wish they would I wish Endgame would have ended with a theme like a cheesy 90s theme song right but now I'm like this could all this could all tie together I think so Um, the uh, there's a scene in the movie where um, Chewie walks upon a carcass on a like spear <laughs> or something like that. And Ross, like you were saying earlier, like this movie has some like really good scenes, not so great scenes. This is like one of those where it's just like, well, he's a furry beast. He walks. We we need to figure out how to get these these characters ensnared in a rope trap. 
So oh, yeah. Chewie walks upon a roast on a spit. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but then they immediately get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because R2 cuts R2. one string. Yeah. Of <laughs> R2 is the hero. Of they all comically story. fall out. Like, yeah. I like it too because uh, Luke was like, Han, can you reach my lightsaber? And he was almost there whenever R2 gets it. But I'm like, what if you turn it on and like slice Luke in half? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Story's over. Yeah. I'm just thinking like R2's probably got away like. 500 pounds oh, yeah. oh, so yeah, like you know they're all falling and like R2 just crushes one of their hands yeah. <laughs> it's like a watermelon like Gallagher yeah. it's like a, a when a four wheeler like tumbles over on top of <laughs> this, this rider or whatever um, so uh, the Ewoks mistake C-3PO as a deity um, yeah, which right. I thought was comical doesn't really like fit the the two previous movies but it is. Yeah. It is what it, it feels is. Feels a little kiddish. Or yeah, it's not on my program. You need to be a deity, and he's like, "Do it, <laughs> okay." <Yeah. laughs> Just goes uh, with it immediately. Um, and uh, there's, of course, the reveal that uh, Luke and Leia are siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I guess there's not anything in Empire that makes us think no the, the first the, the two of them yeah, are related, just, right? there's another I think yeah. that's how yeah. says it. so one of the things rewatching in the weird way we've been watching it mm-hmm. uh, most of the stuff stays intact but it doesn't ruin things like if you just watch the prequels and then the original trilogy in a row <coughs> it just you learn that you get the twins obviously you just shift that reveal and to, twins to the third movie <laughs> yeah. and then you jump into six and you're like oh cool I just saw them be born and all that stuff mm-hmm. and now they're yeah. adults or whatever so that was that worked I think fine yeah. because Luke finds it out pretty fast like he's just like oh yeah, yeah. Leia I know but like so why do they put Leia in like a high position and they put Luke in like a desert planet yeah. like if they're trying to hide them from Vader like hey let's make her like what was she at the time like a well she's a princess yeah. so I guess that's how they hit her. I know, right? Make her like a princess, a public figure. Because when yeah. we watched it, when you see that uh, her dad, Bail Organa, in the prequels, he's just like, "We'll take the the girl. We've always wanted a kid." And then it just shows he and his wife, and they're just holding yeah. the baby. Like people are gonna know you didn't, you weren't pregnant. Like maybe yeah, you right. adopted something. Like it seems pretty Is that obvious. Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, that was a weird choice. You know, they say Smith happens. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah it is kind of weird like I felt like there was like an alternate version of the scene where they're like so you'll take both the kids and he just like pushes the one baby back <laughs> <laughs> just keeps the keeps the girl I've been trying to think though uh, as we've been rewatching these of why like you know Obi-Wan is like well I'll be nearby but he's he's like I'm not gonna talk to this kid I'm not gonna yeah. train this kid mm-hmm. why not like he's just him? there why not train him the whole time yeah. Yeah. and I guess it's all just to keep it all secret whatever but it feels like a disservice to Luke but and maybe that's why Uncle Owen yeah <laughs> yeah nerf herders <laughs> hey we don't use like a million what was it uh, was it Jabba that says Bantha Poodoo I love that part oh yeah <laughs> Uh, there's a scene with uh, the Emperor where he's got Luke's lightsaber by him as he's mm. sitting in his like weird Game of Thrones yeah. seat, uh, his office chair technically. Yeah. Um, and uh, he keeps <laughs> trying to get Luke to like pick up the lightsaber because that will like, I guess, pick it up out of anger or something like that, and he's attack like, him. Attack him in anger. Yeah. And then if he does that, he's on the dark side of the force mm-hmm. or whatever. But. Like it, it reminds me of that scene in uh, episode eight with yeah. Snoke and then like Ray and Kylo. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to going back to yeah. rewatch that at least to see. I had forgotten that parallel to yeah. watch it this time. I was like, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kylo's just like, Sink. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could have had a showdown with the uh, the royal guards that are like in that mm. have like some of the coolest costumes yeah, at all, yeah. like the like the red, oh, yeah, the, yeah. with the the that carry like the staffs that are like his personal like entourage guard mm. bodyguards, whatever. I really love. Like, it's like one of my favorite character designs. Yeah, it's really, really simple, cool. but they look so cool. And yeah. especially with like in all black and then just like this stark red, it looks really. They're supposed to be like crazy warriors and stuff or something, right? Like, yeah, that's why they're his bodyguards, or whatever. Well, you see, like they're I guess evolution or whatever. Mm. Like they're Snoke's protectors also yeah like and you do see that stuff yeah they yeah, do actually but, do fight but in this one he's just like leave us so they yeah, can do that yeah, yeah it would you don't cool get to see him do anything yeah but. for sure that pretty rad um and Rashi previously mentioned the uh, the Ewoks start whooping that stormtrooper ass um N- not believable. No. Uh, <laughs> they have like hang gliders. They're dropping like rocks from. Yeah, they've got all kinds of weird like. I mean, I do want to live their normal life. The tree yeah. houses with hang gliders. That sounds great. Oh yeah. I don't buy them as yeah. And then like w- like the two like the two the two pieces of uh, like trees that come down and smash ATST yeah. and it like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think it's metal. Like I don't think it would have like. Just, blown up. I did like the ingenuity of that and that crushing his face. <laughs> I like that, but yeah. I mean, I think My so favorite part is when they pull the logs and it like it's like stumbling yeah. around and, like trying to, yeah. it's like a bird, like it falls I over. I really wish people could see the dance that Rob did. It was perfect. <laughs> the shimmy that it does. Yeah. I love that part. And uh, when we talked about Empire, Steven, we didn't mention the I love you, I know scene, mm-hmm. but it's like flipped. It's this, cool, yeah. This one, so yeah. Uh, I thought that was uh, kind of a cool echo back to it. Yeah. Um, um, and is it in this movie that Darth Vader just now realizes he has a daughter? Because in episode three, mm. he knows he cracked the sniz on Amidala. <laughs> yeah. But he just knows she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And assuming one baby. And they don't realize yeah. she has two babies until at the very end where that weird like nurse robot. Mm-hmm. Because they have nurse robots that do all of the work, but mm-hmm. they can't, they don't have sonograms. No. To tell you if you have two babies. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, what is your prognosis? She died of a broken heart. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. She just gave up the will to live. Yeah. Well, she's got two new uh, babies. Nah, she said not worth it. Wasn't <laughs> the fact that her husband just force choked her? Nope, nothing to do with it. She yeah. broke her heart, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it turns out her heart was in her neck and it was snapped. <laughs> that was weird. All right. So, yeah, he does find out about his daughter, I guess, in this. But was d- does he know it's Leia? I don't remember that he says that, though. Okay. I don't think he would know. So he would still yeah. have to find her. That could be like a whole other thing, even if he killed Luke or whatever. Yeah. So I want to be there for that conversation between, like, Luke and, and Leia, and then, like, when he has to point over at Hayden Christensen's ghost. <laughs> oh, like, by the way. That's Papa. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know if we're there yet. But uh, no, go for it. The ghost thing. So Brett and I watched the regular version, the real version, where it's like the old guy. Yeah. And he's not in all oh, black robes. He's in the normal Jedi. Yeah, that's like right? the tunic or whatever. And then they replaced it. We did watch the replacement of the special edition where they put Hayden Christensen, and they 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 put some things in, um, like oh, there's another part I'd forgotten about where uh, in the regular version when. Uh, Vader picks up the Emperor to throw away to throw him away. Sure. Uh, to throw him away. He just who put this here? He's just watching him torture Luke and then he just picks him up and does it. But then there's kind of some kind of good acting there too though. Even though it's just a, he's like a mask around. he's like looking yeah. you can see him kind of like and that's like all you need. making his decision yeah. is good. Because you get it and then in the special edition <laughs> they add the no no yeah. and they were like, Yeah we're mimicking the thing in episode three the big no exactly. So that's like if he wants to do it okay, he's adding stuff that wasn't there but whatever but then um 
where I was going with that with uh, shit I just lost my train of thought because I was with the ghosting. ghosts yeah with the ghosts they were I, when I heard online they were like yeah we, we did that because we wanted to tie it in but for one Luke doesn't know who that guy is yeah it's just like and, some other dude that shows up yeah and, it looks totally different and as yeah. you pointed out it's not Ewan McGregor it's still Alec Guinness or Alec Guinness yeah, yeah. so that doesn't make any sense like mm-hmm. It, it, it made sense that he would just be the guy that he was as Darth Vader and then he's now a Jedi. That's For some funny. reason, so. I had it in my head that there were more than just the three of them in the, like... Mm redone versions like for, for some reason I yeah, thought Qui-Gon Jinn was gonna I thought Qui-Gon shows up somewhere but yeah he wasn't in the uh, mm-hmm. special thing we watched no, no. I did see when I was reading uh, some of the trivia about how they were coming up with it in the early scripts they said that Yoda and um, Obi-Wan were gonna come back to life and that Yoda had figured out how to and, and that Anakin would come back to life with them mm-hmm. as a Jedi that um, Yoda was able to keep them all from joining and being one with the Force. So they were just in some nether world. And that would have, like, totally changed the mythos of everything. So I'm glad the way they worked it out. But I thought that was interesting. That was one of the things they were working on at the time. Yeah. And then it would have been, like, they all died, but then, like, Anakin would come back and be, like, a normal Jedi after that. And then they could go, like, frolic in the field together with father and son. <laughs> play football or whatever. Yeah. Come on, Dad, let's play catch. Throw Ewoks around. <laughs> um, the, uh, the scene where Vader gets defeated by Luke, and Luke is just, like, oh, yeah. essentially kicking his ass, yeah. cuts off his hand and everything, uh, is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Did we know that Darth Vader had, a, like, a robot hand at that time? Or is that, that like, was for the audience? That was like, locked off some point, I thought. Well, I mean, it, it does in the in episode three, but yeah, I don't think in the in the original trilogy, you know, you know. that he's well. They do say he's more machine than man yeah. now, mm-hmm. so I think you kind of realize. I thought they were just talking about his like fuck style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Luke, another one. He's a true fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> Your father. <laughs> Um, but then we also see Darth Vader's helmet is uh, is lifted, and we see Darth Vader's Darth Vader's actual face. And uh, uh, I made a note that um, uh, he looks like a charred Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice he had that weird like butt crack thing in the back of his head, kind of like yeah, sculpted? Got, yeah, he's got like two like two scars on the back or yeah. whatever. But. Um, in the original version, he's got his eyebrows on fleek, of yeah. course. Um, but in the remastered version, he doesn't. And Steve really? and I, yeah, yeah. Steve and I agree that like the updated it, version looks it, better. That looks better. Like it looks more alien, and, and they, I guess because it's they said they had to fit it with episode. What happened in episode three with like how they showed? I think his face is getting scarred by the yeah. fire and stuff, so they took him out. But it does the effect looks fine. Looks mm-hmm. you can't tell, and it looks better because then it's just his eyebrows, and it looks kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of like the, the thematic part of, of all the Skywalkers being like part robot. Because even like, you know, uh, 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 Kylo is like, you know, pretty messed up and has like cybernetic, like, you know, something or other going on with his face oh, yeah. and, and stuff. After he gets like cut. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of like that whole like mm-hmm. that through line of, of yeah, being cool. like part robots or whatever. That was fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I Leia like, has that dildo. Of course, she's yeah. Inserted obviously. All the time. Yeah, she's part robot. Yeah, gotta keep those guts stirred up. <laughs> she 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 somehow developed a, a really bad lisp. <laughs> Her voice got a lot deeper in this movie. Yeah. yeah. 
on. I smoked 20,000 death sticks. <laughs> I did feel that kind of goes into this. One of the notes I made early on was this movie, like Star Wars and then um, even Empire still in those 80, like they feel like 70s movies. And this one, I was like, this feels like an 80s yeah. movie. Yeah. And it's like tons of coke. There's just kind of tons of coke <laughs> all around this thing. You just feel it. Yeah. You feel it. It comes through the celluloid. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, when, when Vader picks up the Emperor and, like, tosses him down the shaft, like, he immediately had his hand cut off before that. Mm. So he just, like, palms his ass like yeah. a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, shots puts his ass. Yeah. <laughs> tosses him down that the shaft and everything. Um, and Who's the then... puppet now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no puppet. No puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> they actually do that in, um... Wow, was I just watching? Was that... Oh, no, skip it. There, there was something I was watching here just recently where they said, no puppet, no puppet. Oh, no, it was Mr. Robot. That's what it was. I don't know if you guys oh, watched Mr. Show. Robot. Yeah. But there's like some Star Wars stuff in there, too. Yeah, uh, right but um, at one point, they <laughs> somebody calls somebody a puppet. And they go, puppet, puppet, you're the puppet. <laughs> Great moment in political history. Political history. Well, Donald Trump. Well, what? Hillary Clinton oh, calls puppet. Trump a puppet. And he's, okay. no puppet, no puppet, yeah. you're the puppet. That's right. Okay. The best comeback ever. <laughs> I'm not stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, my final note for the movie is, uh, so since Vader and, is it Darth Sidious? Mm-hmm. Like Palpatine and Sidious are the same yeah. dude, yeah. right? So Palpatine, Sidious, yeah. Since they're both dead and there can only be like two Sith at a time or something like that, two Sith Lords? Yeah. I don't understand yeah. that stuff. That was the all. extended universe. I don't know that oh. that's necessarily canon. I'm watching the like Rebels and mm, um, cool. Clone Wars right now. Well, Clone Wars first and Rebels. So I'm thinking mm. that they go a little bit more into the Sith stuff because okay. that is technically all canon now. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I haven't got yeah. in, into it very far. So I don't mm. know. If There's some line. So I think Yoda says it somewhere. I'm not sure which movie mm. now though. But it's like like uh, Master and Apprentice. Like two. There's like always two. No more. No less. But yeah. then other people were like, yeah. But it's like. They're always like working more people. Mm-hmm. They're just the only actual like Sith. There's only two. Yeah. But like when one apprentice dies, he immediately has another one mm-hmm. like in the wings, and they're they're the new Sith or whatever. So it's like okay. something weird I've heard before. But it's like it's it's like they should have just never said that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because because now the Force is out of whack, right? Because at yeah. the very least, like the two biggest like mm-hmm. most evil Sith are gone. So yeah. now the the Force is just on the other side, yeah. and that's. It's out of so balance. now it's like, yeah, one of the things, yeah, we were talking about earlier was like, the uh, it's like they maybe need to go more gray area, they need to go like both bad and good because it's like one group is totally good, one group is totally bad, and now you have all the bad guys are gone, you just have Luke really taking all of the good, and he's going to train more people, and now, oh, now we know all this stuff kind of fell apart or whatever again, but it's like clearly the Force is like, I'm not ready, it's still not good, right? But yeah. somebody would have had to have... It, there was had to be some kind of lineage back to Snoke, right? Yeah, so we don't know how that's connected yet. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm thinking Snoke was just like a like a, a you know puppy uh, <laughs> from 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 Palpatine somehow. Yeah, I've got to assume that. And now that Palpatine's back, right? One, I'm thinking. I, I got a theory. He never really went away, or yeah. some some something. He he was always in the background. So I think he's been kind of like manipulating things throughout you know even even after Return of the Jedi and mm-hmm. even the new trilogy I think he's had some 
hand in it. Well, you know, he, he gets thrown on that shaft, and they do have, like, that explosion of, yeah. like, blue or whatever yeah. stuff, but maybe that was all fake. Maybe he just did that to make them think that. He just had a big bounty castle down there. <laughs> he, just, he just landed on He's like, well, I'll come back again, you know? <laughs> He's in a little, like, ball pit. Yeah. It's the confetti, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, do you have any additional notes? I think I'm done. Um, um, there was one part where the Ewok dies. <laughs> it's like really grim. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're his friend, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's like trying to shake him and wake him up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I guess Lucas was trying to go for like, this is going to be more like a kid kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like a for kid friendly, but then he like just straight up kills one of yeah, them and it's really, harsh. really, really horrible. Yeah, um, yeah, I noted that. There's the Tarzan one. Ewok. Um, okay. <laughs> one of them, they swing. He swings down off of things. Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh god! Again, bringing in the thirty series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except in a dumb, yeah, bad way. Bad way. Um, oh, and another thing uh, during the space battle, which I think was amazing. Like the uh, the, the the space battle. Oh weather, yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, fly into the into the Death Star and are yeah. like going through the tubes and the. I, I love like the Tie Fighter sounds and everything. Mm-hmm. And the, the the battle that that space battle was just phenomenal. It was yeah. like. Still one of the best space battles I think that have ever been filmed. Yeah, uh, it's great. But um, I never really realized until watching it this time. You know, they they start using the Death Star on like the the Carillion transport mm-hmm. ships and stuff. Um, but then I was like, okay, <laughs> like I, I'm assuming that the Death Star isn't that mobile. Right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, obviously, they can move it from place to place because they'd have to. But does it does it have hyperdrive? Like. Even if it didn't have hyperdrive, it can't move that fast. So if you're in all of these like fairly mobile ships, because I'm thinking like the blockade runners and the 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 <laughs> Mon Calamari um, space cruises <laughs> and everything, why not just fly to the other side of in the, the of the of the moon? Because they can't shoot at the moon because then they'll blow up the the shield generator. Yeah. So I'm thinking like it would have been really easy to just like let's just go over here, move around it, like just kind of fly. Like hey, let's go, let's go on the other side of the planet. Awesome. That way they can't they can't shoot us anymore. Yeah, um, but they, you know, they, they just stick around for it. Because you know, like they're, they're watching it from like the the Death Star like you know balconies. Like you know, your friends are being destroyed. You know, I'm like showing yeah. you know them all being blown up. I'm like, well, they have ships. They want to just fly away. <laughs> like. I just sit there, but um, uh, Admiral Akbar is one of the best characters yes. in all of Star Wars. I love Admiral Akbar. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just great. I hear great he, does, puppetry. he shows up and more in like the extended trilogy or the extended universe and stuff. Or like, yeah, he, yeah. he shows up like more than I know him. But yeah. he's kind of a fan favorite too. And he's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, I'd like to see more adventures with him. The, you know? And I love that they're called Mon Calamari's. I it just, <laughs> it's just. I could remember that actually so if you were making fun of it, it's like something similar to that. But that it, is it. Is Mon Calamari? Yeah, yeah. Right on, that's yeah. funny. Um, mm, and like in the comics, they go. They, I don't know if you got into that far in the comics, but mm-hmm. they have a whole thing with the calamaris. Oh, cool! Um, and there's like a, like, it's really, it's really, really good. I think I'm on like ni- issue 19. I think you're probably getting close to it. Yeah, then. yeah. Um, I keep falling asleep, but uh, I really dig. I just read it right before bed. That's the only time I really read it. <laughs> and then so I have to like go back a page every time. And be like, where am I at? Oh yeah, cool. That's, what, that's what's going on. <laughs> and then the end song was the only other note that I had. Oh just, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The the original Yub Nub was replaced by a different like score, dancier song or yeah. whatever. It reminds me of it reminds me of those um um like like back in like the MT like 90s MTV days when they'd have like, you know, the co- collected edition. It'd be like 
world music and it'd be like, you know, like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like salsa with flutes and like you know like oh my uh, god it just like neither neither one of the songs are great but yub nub yeah. is at least like like it fits more with the Ewoks. Fits and, more, yeah. yeah. But the new one, the the. Oh, but God, in the special like, editions, that's when they show so more. Bad. Like they show Coruscant and Naboo yeah. and stuff. So it's like they they're like it doesn't make sense. We have like Yub Nub playing for everybody, right? Um, but it's like yeah, it's not a better. I do love them playing the drums on the on the Stormtroopers' head. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty grim <laughs> and fast. They they're like oh, they're yeah. gonna great drums. <laughs> <laughs> like a weird xylophone, right? Yeah. Good times. Steven? Uh, I was going to say that, I, just for the Ewoks, because I, I didn't get to say my, my part about that as much, but I, I, I've always liked them, but it's really like, once I knew that it was it could have been Wookiees, then I was like, well, fuck. That's what really did it for me. Otherwise, I'm fine with them. Yeah. I was young enough that I've, I've liked this movie and liked them, but uh, watching it all together now, it, it hasn't held up as much, and I do wonder, like, had I watched it originally and been older with the internet or whatever, what I would have thought of this being the cap of all of the that trilogy. Yeah. Especially after Empire being so fucking good. Um, but yeah, I think overall, it's I've always accepted it as fine to be the end of the trilogy. Yeah. And then now, I think it'll be really interesting to see where it kind of plays in the middle of that mm-hmm. whole story. So yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I dug it. I might have still, yeah, I still liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I noticed out of the original trilogy, this is the only one without a... Uh, water creature or trash scene so mm. I think maybe that's why I didn't enjoy yeah, it as much totally. um, Katie my, my, my fiance hated the original trash compactor scene she got so stressed out <laughs> awesome <laughs> she's like I hate this I hate this it's gross and now they're gonna get the trash oh man but I do love I do love how they you know they're uh, uh, 3PO's listening to them on, and they start they start yes. cheering and he's like oh my god the big crush today <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kind of humor that I think works well in Star yeah, Wars yeah. but I, I don't think the Whedon dialogue works you know but yeah. it's I like the kind of the more whimsical humor as opposed to the sardonic like mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the new trailer for the for the um, Rise of Skywalker but or mm-hmm. maybe it's just like a scene but they're being like chased it almost looks like pod racing, but for whatever yeah. reason, they have wheels. Like, mm. why would you? Go, why would you go back to? Yeah. <laughs> Traction has you know like all these negative effects. We can just yeah. fly, but yeah. And then they they launch the things and they go. Oh, they can fly! They can fly! They can fly now! And you're like, oh, okay, this is yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's because like I think I think one of them like like three PO notices is like oh they can fly and then Ray goes they can fly and then it shows Poe and he's like they can fly you know. <laughs> It just it it, it, it it kills it for me because it's not the same yeah. type of humor. It needs to be more like whimsical and kind of innocent or mm-hmm. something in a weird way. Yeah, not so like a trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, Again, I like it in the Marvel movies. I just don't like it here. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of fits different. Mm-hmm. And it's somehow done better in the Marvel movie. Even like when DC tries to do it, like it just it never comes across oh, really? right. It I just, love their humor. <laughs> I love all his movies. I jerk off to him every night. Yeah. <laughs> Batman versus Superman? Hilarious. Oh my god. Hilarious. So funny. Yeah. We don't need to end on that note, no. though. Um, but, uh, okay. So is that uh, all of our collective thoughts on Return of the yeah, Jedi? Do you have anything else, Brent? No. No. I just wanted a water creature trash scene. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Simply wasn't in there. And that uh, did break well, down. Hey, bag. there was that little frog in the bong. Wait, what? <laughs> frog in the bong? Job is smoking. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't see that? There was a little frog in the bong. Oh, no, I must have been, like, taking notes or something like that, but... Mm-hmm. 
Wow, well, that's, that's why. Wild. That's why you don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. Stop taking notes, you dumb jerk. Got to watch the whole thing. I did. Then he eats it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a bomb water frog that he eats. Yeah. Fucking sexy. I know he's got that like jar or that uh, like little aquarium thing on the side of him that yeah. he like yeah. eats stuff. Eats stuff out of it. But if, yeah, if he knows when he's like hitting that big, he's got like a, like mm-hmm. a hookah type thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like got a chamber that's like filled with smoke halfway. And then there's like a water level. And then you look underneath, there's like a frog or something <laughs> swimming around down yeah. there. Yeah. He's like stirring it up. You yeah. Know? It's good. He's tripping his fucking dude looks like it oh yeah uh, that chick that's dancing that you liked when he's like pulling her to the trap door and everything and he fucking like licks oh my god i was like there's another there's like a deleted scene where he just like fucking licks her from like head to toe you know like he's just like yeah luke is just pounding it yeah exactly and they're like you gotta cut this Just cover her. I do love the surprise Jabba when he's like, his eye is like pupils widen. Like that was really cool. Yeah, that was a good punchy. Whatever. Nice. (laughs) Oh no, let's make that on mic. The cat's just bellowing out there. Um, Okay, well, uh, yeah. So we just wrap it up then. Yeah. Um, That has to be. (laughs) It's got to be. I don't know. I think. pretty loud to us but I think you're good okay yeah uh, so let's just wrap it up then so uh, you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter and instagram at LTAS pod you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and twitter at Stephen Fisher 22 you can follow me on twitter and instagram at Brent Hibbard follow Reginald Vell Johnson on twitter at Vell Johnson Ross do you have any social media I'm not on twitter guys okay it's alright okay um that's, well, a, that's Jason Manzuka's yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Jason Manzuka of the group. I actually do have yeah. a Twitter, but I post like twice on it and just yeah, right. on it. But they were good posts. I yeah. mostly like what Brent puts out there or any of our other podcast friends, pretty much. Yeah. And then like a bunch of politics. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like post much mine. That's fine. Mine is one picture of Dennis Franz's butt from NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is an undershot for me when I was trying to open up a camera on my phone. <laughs> That's all I got. That's like the best account I've ever heard of. I like this. You should, and then like you have, this is years ago, still you posted those? Oh yeah. When I like, first tweet, like that, yeah. I, I, like 2011 or something. Yeah. I still have an account so I can like look at Twitter. I yeah. Very often, but I don't know. I just don't. You should post like one more picture in like 2021 <laughs> like 10 years later just, just as fucking weird <laughs> that, Lin, that Lenny Kravitz thing where he splits down his penis comes yeah. out of his <laughs> that was that staged that was awesome you got a hog like that that's staged um okay and so one of my famous <laughs> I got I got a picture of it <laughs> uh, it's like one of my I laughed so fucking hard when you I saw it you gotta play him now mm-hmm. <laughs> um, alright well Steven what are we talking about next week uh, according to the script we were talking about Star Wars episode 7 Death Force Awaken <laughs> <laughs> the official title yeah from 2015 yeah Death Force Awaken everyone <laughs> huge hit um, it was a controversial choice for a title but uh, it's really worked out it works it makes sense once you see it it fits the movie it makes sense absolutely <laughs> um, uh, is that it is that all I think that's before it before she awakened <laughs> <laughs> well uh, yeah Ross it was great having you on thanks and, for having uh, me guys yeah it was yeah. a lot of fun to talk to you uh, we, we had hoped to uh, bring a lot more guests on for these Star Wars things and then we decided that's a fuck ton of work for yeah. like, every episode but uh, 
glad to be writing someone else at least yeah, their exactly. on this. I will gladly so. any Star Wars talk. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> I, was um, here for the, I was here for the Christmas special. I'll, I'll, yeah, right. Yeah, you're so you're cemented I'll, into I'll, it. I'll yeah. come in for you guys. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And I'm Russ. And let's talk later. We don't have a whole lot for the, the outtakes. Oh, yeah. So I thought maybe we could go around. Circle jerk? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's something that Ross mentioned earlier, actually, like when you were in the, the other room. But like, um, you were talking about, like, because the, the setup here oh, yeah. looks like we're all standing around, like, mm-hmm. jerking off or whatever. Yeah. On the so, table in the middle. Yeah. So I was, like, <laughs> trying to formulate a joke out of it where, like, um, uh, Chewbacca in his college days. They, you know, like he and his, a group of friends, they all like stood around in a circle, jerked off on a cookie. Like whoever came last had to eat it, right? That's what I. It's, okay, I was gonna say, is this a real? I've heard this before. Yeah, it's called Wookie Ookie Cookie. <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know. Is so, it like a like a like a cookie sandwich? Um, like it's like kind of like whatever they have available. On top. Yeah, it's icing. So they don't. They're not like real like sticklers on mm-hmm. Oreo versus Chips Ahoy. It is sticky. Uh, it will be sticky. Uh, if it doesn't have cream, it soon will. <laughs> <laughs> they wash it down with some of that blue milk that Luke hooks oh, out of that. Oh, yeah. The creature's that, titties. Yeah. Sweet. Man, when that happens in Last Jedi, he just like swigs that bag. He's like, nom, nom, nom. Like, yeah. Looks at her. I do kind of like how crazy he is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, it's not where the... He takes a saber and he just throws it off the cliff. <laughs> it's not the trajectory I wanted for Luke, but now I'm like, well, maybe it's for the best. Like, someone online was like, um, they're like... The two people that trained Luke were hermits that went off to live by themselves. What's Luke going to do? He lives by himself on a that fucking island. That's true. Yeah. And I was like, all right, solid. He kind of yeah. is a mix between like Obi-Wan and, and, and Yoda. Because yep. Yoda's pretty crazy when he first meets him. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. He's like a weird kooky guy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. A wookie wookie cookie. There you go. <laughs> To, to circle back. <laughs> Translation, eat the oh, cracker. That's the, that's the gargle as you get it down. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, they've all done it before. Normally they just sound like regular, but there's something about the Wookiee biology. It, it just happens. Oh. Um, and uh, Okay, so I was thinking we could all go around, take a turn, mm-hmm. doing an impression of the Emperor. Oh, okay. Saying just whatever you want. Mm. Okay. So, I don't know if I, I I'm not going first. Okay, well, maybe I should because I'll be the worst and it'll get better. But I can't think of his voice that well right now. Oh, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, there you um, go. this year, <laughs> then you're going to have to make a choice. Make sure you get out there to the polls and vote. <laughs> Hashtag MAGA. Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't have anything to say, and so I just looked around the room as uh-huh. I do. Um, so all I'm going to say is Plastron. Pla- oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> a comic print. <laughs> yeah. It's the front part of a turtle shell. Or oh, one, okay. one of my favorite uh, quotes from one of our good friends, Preston, um, when I asked him what pleather was, and he responded with, "Pleather is a mix. <laughs> pleather is a mixture between plastic and leather." <laughs> 
Is that I, true? Yeah. I, I, I knew what it was. I was like, what is pleather? And he goes, it's a picture of plastic and leather. Like, like you dumbass. Like, come on. <laughs> How do you not know of plastic and leather? That's so weird. Yeah, I don't right. know that it is, but it yeah. was, it's always struck me as really funny. Well, it's all task canon now, so. <laughs> I did hear, uh, like, if you have, like, a belt and it says, I think it's, like, 100% real leather, mm-hmm. it's not telling you it's 100% real leather. It is a brand of, like, uh, and the degrees of what leather is <laughs> yeah. and the high-quality leather. It is, like, a low leather. It's genuine leather is the Yes, genuine leather. leather. Yes, yeah. thank you. It's genuine. It's, it's, wow. pulped, it's pulped leather. It's left That's over. It's, like, pressed. And, yeah. Yeah. You want full grain. And then yeah. there's levels of full grain. <clears throat> I know. You know your leather, sir. Yeah, leather. But it's so I weird. Ford, full <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> but it, it's such a, I, it's like the marketing term that I hate the most that I'm like, man, they got all of oh, us. Yeah. We all are like, oh, this is 100% genuine, genuine leather. leather. Sweet. <laughs> but it's like the shittiest leather yeah. you can get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've all been duped. So let's end this by, again, as the emperor, mm. just saying, bye, Menon. <laughs> All right? Okay. All right. On three. <laughs> One, two, three. Bye, men. Meow? Okay. All right. We're recording as we speak. Um, per tradition, mm-hmm. at least for the Star Wars ones, even though we're all in the same room, I feel like we still need to do a sync word. So I've got two options. We can either do Yub Yub, which is the, the Ewok. <laughs> hey! Keep it, keep it down out there! That didn't. That didn't <laughs> or, mm-hmm. we can do... It's a trap! Oh, I was hoping it was going to be that one. Okay, <laughs> doing it. That's a, we have a clear winner. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we'll do It's a Trap on three. Okay. One, two, three. It's, it's a trap! trap. Well, that was really good. That was wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Some harmonies going in the morning. morning. (laughs) (laughs) When he said it on the movie last night, we were watching it. I did have like, I was like, oh, but my head immediately went to, oh, that meme. Like, even though I know Star Wars so well, like, my head still even went there, you know? Everybody knows it. In Germany, uh, I've somehow left the paved road. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about my films. For example, what's. What was that? We quickly realized that some wacko had taken a pot shot at us with an air rifle and Herzog had been hit. So this this literally just happened when we were standing outside there and there was a noise and it was a whiz and you just said I've been shot. You had, look, you're bleeding. I think here somewhere. Look, I mean, that's that's a, somebody shot at you and created a wound in your abdomen. It's not, not significant. The scariest thing about that is that when he reveals the bullet wound, it's hard not to go, but he's wearing Paisley boxer shorts. (laughs) Werner Herzog, the man who's been in the jungles of Peru, wears Paisley boxer shorts. I'm someone who does not know uh, irony, for example. I, I do understand humor, but I take things literal. Literal and, and whatever other references that might be there doesn't, doesn't occur to me. So for me, a chair is a chair. And, um, and, and I, do not, I do not reference to, to other possibilities. 
what could the chair refer refer to a in a in a very in a very simple very very simple term how how straightforward and and, and simple I, I see for me a man is a man I cannot distinguish a gay man from a straight man I just can, cannot distinguish unless the man comes in drag and, and is so obvious obviously gay then I would notice I would notice and and I, I saw a filmmaker uh, whom I know since 35 years uh, um, John Waters John Waters just just two weeks ago or so John Waters and I turned to my wife, we talked backstage because we were both uh, introducing uh, or speaking at an event for, for the founder of New Line Cinema who is a friend of both of us. After 35 years of, of knowing John Waters, I, I turned to my wife and I said to her, I have the feeling this man is gay. <laughs> <laughs> L -P -A.